Welcome to jar number 30. What's a, who's a 30? I don't 30 for 30. Know. 30 know. is uh, when your insurance goes down. That's oh, yeah. Good. Fucking. That's a, <laughs> that's a bonus. <laughs> Welcome to Just Ride. I am the P-Bar. 30. Dirty Gertie. Blind 30. Dirty Gertie. Party. Who's 30? That? It's a bingo thing. Oh. Come on. You guys are old. You should know. God damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've been talking here for like an hour and now I'm like, I forgot what to talk about. It's the about. atomic number of zinc. Uh, don't they call that a pearl? 30 years of marriage, isn't that a pearl? That could be, yeah. I, do, yeah. I, I don't know. I've I been don't married know. lots of times, and I don't think I've even made a decade yet. I'm so. halfway. Yeah. Fucking I. All right, well, welcome to Jar 30. I'm Zach Flannery, the uh, Peabah. I am Shaden Hutchman, the Poobah. And I am Jeff Getchell, the Bear Bear. Bear Bear. I won't do a ba. He doesn't want to do a ba. So. Ba humbug. Yep. He's the yeah. contrarian of the contrarians, so fucking A, whatever. I got a win of something. In we'll life. let him have it. Yeah. So, hi, guys. It's been a couple weeks since we saw each other. What have you guys been doing? fishing a lot you son of a fishing not catching i've been fishing (laughs) yeah i don't know i got skunked three times in a row steelhead fishing which is just so rare but the last two times that i fished actually the guy that i go fishing with uh, well greg you know greg Greg jarreau yeah um he got sick so he was he wasn't able to go so i'm like well i'm just gonna go down and uh I'm going to go down to the bank and bank cast. And it wasn't until I got to the bank and got ready out and got out there that I realized I don't know how to cast a level wine reel. And there's there, there's a spinning reel where the reel you know pops out off the front. I don't then, even know what you're talking about. Okay, That's but a level, we're at. anyone that fishes a level wine reel, it, it's a level wine. It goes you know across the top basically okay. back and forth. And you that I've used that rod and that reel that style. So many times in my life, but always from a boat. Never once have I had to cast it. So I got to learn something, which is how to cast a level level wine reel. Which did is, you YouTube video it or did you? No, ask no, like no, no. I just or? fucked it up a lot, like a three year old, and just I mean, like got rass nets and stuff a couple times. But I got it figured yeah. out. Hell yeah. Um, but I still didn't catch any fish. But the funny part about it is the fish were all laughing at you. They're yeah, like, yeah, they were, they that were, guy. I'm not falling for that guy. <laughs> they're like, yeah, that guy sucks. We're not going to take his bait. <laughs> so the river that I was fishing isn't super long. Like I mean, you can cast as far as you can cast on it and not make it to the other side. But there was somebody else that was on the other side from me. I was I was fishing. Nobody was there. Two times, both days, somebody came across from the river, casted three or four times, and boom, were basically boom, boom. fishing the same hole, and they both caught a goddamn steelhead. Damn. Which... They were laughing at you. I'm They're supposed like, to be mad it. about that, but it was still it's still awesome to see somebody be successful and catch a fish. And yep. I, I was still cheering them on and if you it had, kept me there. It if that was your dinner day. though, it would have been like I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, but shot him. Guys. Yeah, I'd probably yeah. shoot him. <laughs> you know, I mean if it was life or death. This is I mean, pre apocalypse, by the way. Okay. What's life for dinner, death. darling? Um, whatever they call people <laughs> with the side of fish. <laughs> so and uh, it took my dad out fishing, or Greg actually took me and my dad out fishing and uh uh, we went up to Pierce, and then Dad w- worked out with me one night, and then Dad ended up back in the hospital. That's which right, sucked. Yeah. But I mean, he's fine. But the guy had what three abdomen surgeries within a year and a half, so he ended up just kind of having an intestinal blockage, mm. which apparently is pretty normal. Surgery on account of surgeries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I am very common. He ended yeah, up not having to have a surgery either. So it was, but he did have to spend a day in the hospital. They were talking about a week, and I was stressed. I, I tried to be funny. I'm like, well, at least we know it's not your bladder, you know. So that <laughs> <laughs> was removed. Too soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Grant, uh, Grant's listening, like it is too soon. Yeah. 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 
that hurts I, right now. <laughs> I'm not sure if you, his wife is going to let him go to Pierce with me anymore. No shit. Every time. The last three times he's gone to Pierce, he's come home and had to go to the hospital. Damn, and I'm sure that, I mean, I, I can, you know, the math on that would say it's probably something that I've done or that I've pushed him too hard. But he loves it, so well, good to luck my getting knowledge, him to stop. You don't have to have a bladder to still wear the pants. That's all I'm saying. That's, That's right. true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as fishing in the Northwest, have you ever fished outside of the Northwest? Because we have amazing no. fishing around here. No. You know, I, so like I grew up over in the Portland area, and uh, Dad and I used to do a lot of fishing for uh, sturgeon. Mm. And that's a feast or famine type fishing. Is what that, a cool fish! Is it? You know, yeah, I've never yeah, seen they're, one they're very interesting. They're fish. huge, right? They're like, they can be prehistoric yeah. creatures, man. Yeah, but yeah, they're really cool, but they're really delicious too. You Are can they? broil them, bite them, them, fry them. Yeah, you can do all kinds <laughs> of cool stuff with them. Sturgeon gumbo, yeah, sturgeon, <laughs> <laughs> sturgeon on a stick. Um, but I hadn't done a whole lot of smaller river fishing over there. It was usually like the mouth of the Lewis or the Columbia uh, boat stuff. Uh, I've never been out actually on the ocean myself. Mm, no Puget uh, Sound stuff. It's just expensive to do. Yeah. Unless you know somebody that has a boat that can handle that. Are you, but you like adrenaline. Adrenaline for like a swordfish or fucking... Oh, some, some Somebody amazing. pulled out a great white uh, out of somewhere recently. I think it was, I'm sure it was Australia or something, but they were fishing and they pulled out a great... Or no, it wasn't Australia. It was like off the coast of the United States. Dude, my I cousin... I just heard it the other day. My cousin... Uh, you guys ever eaten swordfish? Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, yeah, think. at a restaurant. I, I, think yeah, so I might have had yeah, sushi. I'm not sure, though. I don't it was think good so. when I had it. I only had it once, but it was like the consistency of a steak. Like it had a steak texture to it. Because hmm. they're just really muscular fish. Have you guys ever had gator? Yeah. Dave, Dave and Angus just had gator this week, and it tastes like chicken, chickeny fish. I, I did, and it doesn't Checks taste out. like chicken. It's. I mean, it's a similar texture, I suppose. But honestly, uh, you can season it pretty easy but the flavor of it itself is super bland exactly it's very bland yeah i've never had gator i've had turtle Ooh, that's not oh in soup yeah turtle Turtle soup supposed to be really good (laughs) the the big chunk of turtle neck or some shit you're like oh i mean there's a lot of i mean cows are cute too but i like myself a big fat hamburger so i like how everything tastes like dinosaur cows are assholes dude do you guys notice that (laughs) everything tastes like dinosaur yeah yeah it's like Everything tastes like chicken, and chicken so, are dinosaurs. So everything yeah. tastes like dinosaurs. If you if you ever feel bad about eating beef because cows are cute, just spend a season living on a ranch dealing with cows. You'll be so <laughs> you'll be so fucking ready to eat those assholes. <laughs> so on the yes. uh, on the dinosaur not even a thing. season, I think. So this is about Adam. So you know he had the bone marrow transplant, and uh, when they do the transplant, it's literally just a blood infusion, and he was an autologous uh, donor, which means that when he was in remission, he they aspirated bone marrow and, and froze it in okay. DMSO. And then when he relapsed, he had to go uh, to Fred Hutch and go through all the chemo and, and radiation and all that. Well, when it came to transpla- uh, transplant day, uh, the news was there and everything because we had had to do all the fundraising yeah. uh, to get the money uh to uh, so we could have the bone marrow. This is a big story. That, yeah, yeah. So I kind of open up a can of worms. But the whole point is the dinosaur thing. As soon as that uh, trans the the transfusion hit into his bloodstream, he gagged really hard uh, because it, the MSO. I mean, it tastes fishy, right? It smells super like clam and fish. And that was his his comment was that, that it tastes like dinosaurs. So <laughs> to hear that from a three year old going through what they're going through, it was it was oh, a, a very heartwarming moment that that ended up on the news. It tastes and, like dinosaurs. Yeah. dinosaurs. <laughs> How do you know? What have you done? <laughs> yeah. This this child has a window into the past. A few minutes. Crazy. All right. Well, have you fished much in the? I know you fish. I, 
from I, time to time, right? I don't really fish. No? I'm a horrible fisherman. Okay. I've, I've been fishing, but it was just by the grace of buddies that decided to drag me out and let me bumble around. And my brother, Will, who was on, he was, he's a good fisherman. He keeps threatening to teach me, and I keep <laughs> cleverly resisting his attempts to do so. But I don't know. I like fishing, but it's just kind of it's not like the first thing that leaps into my mind when I think about going doing shit outdoors. I'd rather be moving around and sitting, waiting for things to happen and just moving my arms. You know? Oh, but you know what? It, it's a fun, if you're with someone, it's pretty fun. It's probably really no. meditative if you're alone. And it's, and I remember being with my grandpa on the boat trolling, uh, just a few times it gets quiet and, and you get kind of peaceful and you might have a good conversation. It was like the closest I was ever to one of my grandpas was, but then he took a shit off the side of the boat and I was like, I'm mortified. Is that what I'm supposed okay, to do? Too close. Not happening. Too close. No. We were getting close. <laughs> yeah. Now we're too close. That's your poop floating around. Yeah. Brown Maybe. trout coming through. Maybe I'm different, but you know, whether I'm fishing with somebody generally, it's uh, you know, there's, there's no interruptions. I mean, unless you're catch, catching a fish. So the conversation can, can get, really good and really deep and you yeah. can actually learn a lot about the person that you're with uh, even somebody who you thought you knew for a long time you can learn some really detailed things about about their past and 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 uh, take something from it but also like I was alone this whole time and there's something that's just really special about being alone with your own thoughts whether they're positive or negative being able to to absorb those and really get into them without interruption, there's nothing but value out of that. Oh man, I don't think. I don't think so either. Yeah, so. very zen. I wonder. You know how people golf and do business? Yeah. I wonder if it'd be interesting for people to fish and do business. A couple, a couple of people that want to partner together. It's like, hey, let's go fishing. I'm sure that happens. I bet it does. Yeah, I bet it does. I'm yeah. sure that's what most of those deep. The ocean fishing that's super expensive. That's sure. like, all right, we're merging our company. Let's go right. see if you can catch a shark and not cry about it. Let's well, see. and there's <laughs> something. I mean, and when you hook into a steelhead, it is a it's a fun fight, and they're, they're such a majestic fish and so strong and just so beautiful. I watch um, I watch those videos, incredible. and I can't imagine a human like me uh, even out there. Where it's like, I'm afraid of all these things. I, I'm afraid of these people. I'm afraid of the fish. I'm afraid of the ocean. This boat sucks. That's my I need to go. That's my only good fishing story is when I was a kid, I got taken out steelhead fishing, and I got one on the line, and uh, it was wild, and I fought it really hard, and it got right up to the shallows, and I swear this fucker looked at me and spat my hook and just fucking splashed away. Well, this is pretty, yeah, that's cool. And what, happened, and what you did, bitch. I can tell you exactly what you did. You dropped your rod tip just a little bit, it slacked that line, and popped the hook Probably. right out. It was that yeah. moment. Probably. Just, your There's a whole lot that goes into... I mean, first you got to get the fish to bite, right? Mm. And then you've got to battle that thing and and get him close to the shore or to the boat. And then you got to get it netted or get it actually into your hands. There's a whole lot of skill that goes in to getting Dude, that accomplished. I had no idea. Do you pay attention to the professional uh, fishing at all? Have you ever paid attention to that stuff, like pro base bass fishermen uh, and stuff? You know, I mean, it's, you can only watch so many people catch bass. I mean, bass fishing is huge, and it's a lot of yeah. fun to do, but I don't really enjoy watching fishing just like I don't enjoy watching golf. Golf, right. Well, similar, guys, I guess. But I went to school with a guy named Luke Clausen, who is a like world-renowned professional. I just made me think of this. And I remember him. He was young when he was good at it, too. It was like, I mean, just out of high school or a little bit out of high school, it seemed like he just went off. And uh, that, that's when I realized I was like, there's technique and you can be good at fishing. Like, how do you get good at fishing? <laughs> and this guy was getting like boat sponsorships and all these different things. And some people that listen and that like professional I, fishing I, are like, Luke Clausen? 
Was he cool? <laughs> it's like the girls love Luke Claus, let me tell you. Yeah, anyway. by, you get good at fishing by being very patient. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things like playing guitar. How do you get good at it? it by being sucking patient a and, lot, doing, and sucking a lot. Yeah. And fishing's kind of the same way. Yeah, you can get lucky and all that. But uh, yeah, it takes a lot of skill to, to learn. You, you're trying to learn the behaviors of something that lives in the water that we know nothing about. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's why, you know, fishermen tend to hold on to their secrets. Right. You know. Although YouTube, there's a lot of guys. Yeah, but there's a lot of guys now. that are like, here's my secret. And here's yeah. my secret spot. And it's like, you son of a bitch. There are no secret spots now. Real quick, you uh, back on the shark thing. So uh, my cousin Ryan, who lives, and, and his wife Molly, they live in Pierce now. Mm-hmm. But they were, I believe, in Alaska. I think they were living in Alaska. And uh, they had canoes to go out on the ocean with. And they would fish out of canoes Dude. in Alaska. Yeah, tough. Human beings stuff. are so fucking brave. And I believe it was his wife that caught a shark. In a canoe. And, and I'm sorry, I said a canoe, but a kayak is what I meant. In a kayak. In a kayak. Yeah, like an ocean kayak. Yeah, she, I don't know how the hell you land that fish from a kayak. I wouldn't. But she did it. I certainly wouldn't. Yeah. If, even if our whole tribe depended on it, I'd be like, nah, I died. Sorry. She's I passed out, shit myself. Shark ate <laughs> so, me. Sorry. Both Ryan and Molly, they're, they're very, very bright, very, very tough people. And... Uh, uh, fortunately, uh, when I move, they're going to be part of my everyday life, and yeah. I'm excited to uh, be able to learn a lot of things from both of them. They're they're they're, they're amazing people. Heck yeah! So. Seems like you're going out to live in a new tribe. Is what it is. You're like out. absolutely. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And uh, Godspeed, cunt, as we say. <laughs> All right, I want to know some police stories, which means Shade and I have to. Keep going. I think I think, was, I think we've been getting successively yeah. better. Yeah. I mean, we've got a chorus. We need a bridge, and then we need some verses. We're gonna fucking come in with our guitars. Kind of ironic that you guys have a whole fucking. I've got like a bunch upstairs. We should grab some. It's kind of ironic that you guys actually just did that because this is things. This is gonna be the one thing. This isn't another prison pocket thing. No, things not to say to the police if you don't want to look like a douchebag. Police story. Tell us your story. Hey, policeman, tell us your stories while you're getting gas. Like sorry, like singing a song. Such as yourself. Okay. Okay. Well, I think you would have liked it. I feel like he's liking it now. Look at him. He loves it. This is your song. I mean, how many police story songs have Officer Ketchel in the title? These aren't in any particular order, just some stuff that I thought about. Uh, don't say that I pay your taxes to a police officer. Or pay your salary. Or pay your salary because you pay taxes. Right. Uh, when I first started hearing that, actually, I worked on uh, Indian Reservation. Um, they don't they don't pay taxes. Right. And so, they, oh, yeah, yeah. So, and I did, actually. So <laughs> that was always very confusing to there me. Is some math there that's and, like, well, actually, I'm paying to be here. And kinda. even and even coming to this area and working here, people say, you know, I, I, I pay your salary because I pay taxes. Well, technically, uh, I live here and I pay taxes too. So really, I'm just working at a discounted rate to try and solve your stupid fucking problems because you just, can't do it. I feel that that's not a good tack to take yeah. re- like with anybody. Like even if you are the boss of an employee and you're like, listen, I sign your paycheck, you'll fi-. like that's, that's not going to yield great results. No, people aren't <laughs> automatically like, even oh, that's a so endearing. Yeah, even if it's true, they're going to be like, well, maybe you won't anymore. Fuck you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and that followed by don't tell an officer that you're going to have his job. First off, no, you're not. 27 years of hearing that, nobody took my job. And if you think that, and if you're implying that you can do it better than me, if you could do it better than me, you would have already tried and you probably failed. So don't be a cunt. You couldn't do my job. You couldn't handle You can't handle the stress of your own life and you had to call me to come handle it. It just didn't go your way. Boom. Just because you called and it didn't go your way doesn't mean I'm doing a bad job. It just means that. 
You, you oh, didn't get what you wanted to get. I think they mean it in the colloquial <laughs> British manner. <laughs> it doesn't they really have Real you quick, fired. <laughs> doesn't this feel like 27 years and he's been this wanting to say that? This is 27 years old. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, I feel Absolutely. like a deep breath. Like, right, oh, let, her, okay. let her rip. But yeah, let's hear it thing. out. Okay, sit back and grab some popcorn, friends. If you're at a bar or any public place and a police officer shows up in uniform, okay, do not... I repeat, do not be that fucking douchebag that either raises your hand and says, it wasn't me, <laughs> or point at your friend and go, hey, you did it, that's who you're looking for right there. You know that hot feeling that you feel in your face after you do that? Yeah. It's an appropriate feeling because not only does the officer think you're a fucking douchebag, everybody around you realizes what a cunt you are and how stupid that was <laughs> that you just did that. You know that on the ride-alongs? The one ride along I went with you that happened twice. Yeah, <laughs> we, went, we went to the gas station one time, and then I think someone just came up to the car and was like, "Whoa!" And, and you like, can, yeah, we're come not up with something original. I, I don't know. Just tell me I'm a fucker. I'm good with that. But don't say something stupid like that. But you know that people you get like nervous asshole. as fuck because they don't know what to say to you. They're like, "Hi, thank you for stuff." Uh, you know, all the things they don't know what to say to you. Coming from someone who's a nervous talker, a eh, Flannery. Yeah, <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, you know, and, and you can only. You can only give so many courtesy laughs on that shit to the point where it's like, shut the fuck up. You're an idiot. Go right, away. Right. Oh, Leave yeah. me alone. You it's, bother me. It's, All right. it's a fine line as I'm, I'm someone who deeply appreciates like shitty overplayed jokes on purpose, like, <laughs> da, like dad jokes, like right, the, crap, right, yeah. the crappier, the better. <laughs> but there's a fine line between that. And and like going up to an employee in a retail store and being like, you're working hard or hardly right. working. It's yeah. like, I'm hardly keeping myself from punching you in the mouth right now. <laughs> you're on I mean, the list of people I want to Never once was that ever building. funny. Nobody actually thinks it's funny. If there's ever a laugh, it's a courtesy laugh to save you from the fucking embarrassment that you should be feeling when you're the douchebag that does that. The so first time someone did... Some of those are good, though. Like, somebody's like, I'm hungry. You're like, hi, hungry. I'm frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. never been funny, but it's still funny Specifically, specifically the cop one. <laughs> the first Don't one in, that. like, Scotland Yard in, like, the 16th century or some shit. The first guy that was like, wasn't me, officer. That one was probably... He was like, oh, you got me. Yeah. You know, that... <laughs> that was a, can you I, do that accent again? That was, that was like Irish. It's <laughs> really ah, fucking you got me. There you go. Ah, well, I can on, only do it with that, the gravel. I don't know why, you know. And on that note, how many people... I mean, you know, I was pretty involved in the music industry and everybody knew what I did. And how many people that... Are, were in the music industry. I mean, they wanted to, yards in they England. wanted to Sorry. be my friend. <laughs> I'm so stupid. They Sorry. wanted to be my friend, but they, uh, they didn't know how to act around me. Even, even off duty. And they would just have that awkwardness of just not knowing how to talk to me. Yeah. You and I, when we first met, we just started talking about shit. It was, I don't remember it being like, it was a, almost like a weird, a bromance. It, it was, yeah, yeah, it was, for sure. there was no, there wasn't any, I don't, you got to tell me. Did I say any cheese dick thing? That no. Should, okay. No. Because I felt like I we just started your, talking about. Yeah, yeah, we just started talking about music. I don't, I don't I think. think I did either. I was just like, when I found out you were a cop, I was like, dope. Yeah, he, like, he wasn't in uniform when you met him, huh? <laughs> That's right. I met you in uniform <laughs> yeah. at a gig that I was playing, and you were there to deal with some of the dumb. Drunkies. No, I was there actually to pop in to uh, see somebody else play. Oh. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, that's I, right. was, I was just, it was in my area. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to pop in and see them play. And that's right. Then you you and I gazed across. It was so <sighs> romantic. It really was. We, we, we were just looking at each other like, I fucking know you, dude. It was just that kind of thing. <laughs> and, I, uh, and then remember, you ended up, you ended up wanting to interview me 
for yeah. your magazine. That's right. That's, that's always my meeting. my in with people. Like yeah. back in the day, I was like, I think I did that with you too. I'm like, hey, you should talk about yourself <laughs> in my house, and we'll talk, and I'll record it and put it in a. Well, paper then we drove thing. all the way down. And also, I play. We music drove all the way downtown. You play music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if we did that together? <laughs> I love how that worked. out. We drove all the way downtown to meet for lunch to discuss that. And we realized we lived less than a mile apart That's from right. each other. That was pretty funny. Yeah. We went to Molly's for breakfast. That's just That's still funny. the only time I've I ever been there. I think for... Molly's is good. It is I fucking good. I, I don't know. I'm not I was kind of like inwardly stoked when I found out that you were a police officer because, and this might shine some light on how I'm occasionally shallow in the way that I think, but <laughs> it wasn't the basis of our friendship. But all I'm saying is if you can manage to have a friend who's a cop, a friend who's a lawyer, a friend who's a doctor or nurse, <laughs> Fair enough. and a friend who's really good at like accounting type math, mm-hmm. that those are the people you would, I mean, if you want to pick your allies based on their assets, that's all I'm saying. Right. <laughs> like this guy's, this guy's a tough guy too. Fucking you know, like, I just thought you were an interesting cunt. I can remember just like, dude, you're a fucking interesting guy and I need somebody like you in my life. Let's get together and hang Yeah, out. we artsy yeah. fartsy folk. I mean, Shaden, you're an outdoorsy guy, so you can handle your own, but we generally don't have much in the apocalypse. It's like, we'll sing a song about it. They're like, shut the fuck up. We don't need a guitar right now. We're we going to bring the zombies. Yeah, we need your guitar as wood right now. We need to burn that shit. No, please God. We're going to use the strings for garrote. <laughs> what about art? <laughs> shut the fuck up. Zombie poop. Okay, back on this. Okay, fine. All right. Again, in public, if you see a police officer and your child is acting out, do not. And I fucking repeat, do not <laughs> threaten your child that the police officer is going to take them to jail. If you do that, you are a shitty fucking parent and you are a cunt. If you've ever done it, recognize that, change your behavior. <laughs> I am not. I've seen that one is, time. It is not life. the police officer. Sense. It is not your the police officer's responsibility to raise your fucking child. It is yours. And when you do that, all you do is make them afraid of the person that society at least says they have the they should be reaching out to when they have a serious crisis in their life, uh, an emergency situation. So now you've just made us. Are you saying we're enemy. starting the fuck the police thing kind of kind of early? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, don't be a cunt. Don't do that. Um, I've seen that happen in real life one time. Did that happen a bunch to you? Please linger on that for a second. Did that happen to you? Like a bunch of times? Fuck, uh, yeah. Like, hundreds, you're looking at me like hundreds of okay. times. <laughs> yeah, literally hundreds of times. Like anytime I would have to go to a grocery store and get lunch or, you know, go buy some food. There's there's always some kid just acting a fool inside of a grocery store, which is really fun to watch, Okay, by the so way. as a police officer, would you, speaking for all police officers, like you can, yeah. Uh, was it awful just to go into public? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So all police officers are like, oh fuck. Whenever they want to get gassed, they're like, oh fuck. Dude, I couldn't. Yeah. We used. I, oh, no. I couldn't go. Like, you guys, to... remember this. Next time you see a police officer, be like, I'm so sorry. I don't want to say anything stupid because I learned. So we would go to one of the one of the local like 24 hour uh, gas mart stores that had some tables and stuff. When to go take breaks, and we, you know, four or five of us would try and take a break together. That either either somebody would come over and bitch that we were all taking a break. Like they had some fucking authority again because I'm a taxpayer, right? Or you could just see the, the vultures. They just somebody they they want to come over and they want to talk to you so fucking bad. They just can't. You're watching what their to body say. language. Their feet are pointing and they're at just you and they're looking like twitching. Over, like, oh yeah. god, I just want to say some shit. It's about almost stuff. like is, are, are they are they going to come try and shoot me or what do they want to oh, say? Yeah. And then it's it's always, can I come ask you a dumb question? No, no, you can't. Please don't. Like I'm on break. Save my dumb, save your dumb question for like 15 minutes. That's always one of my responses. Or 
sure, why not? Everybody else asked me dumb questions. What's, <laughs> what's your dumb question? And it was always a dumb question. Never wants to have anything. Good Never or that, like, tell me about a ticket you got in 1996. Relativity. Yeah. Uh, was, was it me? And, <laughs> and, and, and the last one, there's this assumption that every police officer is an absolute gun maniac like we just I remember we you gonna, telling me i know where the cut uh, everybody <laughs> wants to and not the jack of the box guy yeah the jack of the box <laughs> right the jack of the box guy was a really good example i'm in the fucking drive-through and all he wants to do is tell me about all the guns that he has and i'm just looking I'm like i don't even know what the fuck you're talking about like i own like three guns dude and, right. and i'm not and they're all different and they're all for one reason or another yeah. they're all for a specific reason yeah, it doesn't impress me that you know about guns we're not all a bunch of gun freaks i mean some people are into guns but most of us really aren't you know and it all it does is alert us that you're probably a fucking nut and we should probably be watching you <laughs> we that's the vibe i got from the jack in the box guy, yeah and he was definitely yeah on yeah. that on that level yeah um th- yeah those are the big ones it's kind of like being a, a, a professional chef and being like a pan freak when you go home you're like no that's my tool at work but you're <laughs> right. just like i got 50 pans i got all the pans <laughs> it's like why do you have all the pans dude you work that's your job it all is right. it is kind of interesting like i'm I have more of a lens on lives of police officers just by virtue of being your friend over the years than a lot of people do, but I still occasionally notice in myself those like knee-jerk reactions, like when I got fucking hit by that car last week, or I told you about that shit, right? Did I tell you guys about that? No. no. We haven't talked for two weeks. How <laughs> I know about that? No. Okay, well, I'll Crookie tell that. Fucking I'll, what? I'll, I'll tell that story in a second. Okay, but, yeah. But, like, it, it happened. It wasn't like, it, like, it wasn't like a full, like, <laughs> like, knock me on my ass kind of thing. But it, they, they, yeah, anyway, I'll get there. So, but then I was, like, walking on the other side of the street, like, right after it had happened, and I saw a, a Spokane City police officer in their cruiser, like, waiting at the stoplight, and, like, some, some, piece inside of me was like go over there and tell that guy that's the person that just hit you and there's their license plate and like and, and, and then and then the rest of my rational brain kicked in it's like no fucking don't do, they don't just, care don't, don't go running up on that guy's car while he's right. fucking waiting at a stoplight to tell him about somebody who Waving just fucking ran into you with their car <laughs> I, do, I do have though <laughs> would you have appreciated him doing that it's like you want to know don't you no that's what i mean no like oh please tell me all the crime he's not gonna care nor does he want me running across the street towards his car while right. he's waiting at a stoplight. No, yeah, that's no. right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just like <laughs> going to a call and uh, I'm getting in the area and then there's, you know, the person that called is just like flapping their arm. Like I've, you already gave I'm me the, the address and the description of who you are. You do not have to flap your arms like a fucking chicken on crack. <laughs> I, I see I see you. I'm, I'm going to get out of my car and I'm going to talk to you. Re-fucking-lax. Right. It's, it's going to be okay. We'll be all right. Think tensions are high though. Yeah, uh, I, I realize that I'm going to everybody's crisis at the time, yeah, whether I think yeah. it's not a crisis, but trust me, a lot of times they're just, they're, they're really excited that they get to talk to the police because it, sure. it's this weird, everybody hates me, but then there's that whole rock star thing to it too, where people, you know, want to imitate us or stalk us. That's so, what I was going to say. It's yeah. like, for some reason, we don't see certain people as people. You know, we don't see our teachers in school as people. When you see them in the grocery store, you're like, holy fuck, you live outside the school. <laughs> right. And kinda, same with police officers, same with, with rock stars. When they're, when they're on Rich the clock, people. it's just, you, they are conditioned to not see them as people. They're yeah. just well, like a thing. They're, they're a part of a service. Yeah. And even, you're a machine, basically. Service uh, me. Yeah. And even, you know, 
I, I talk a lot about the profession that I had because it was the majority of my life. Even I, I mean, I did my job more than I lived my own life for 27 years yeah. with all the overtime and call outs and bullshit like that. Uh, so there's a lot of my life to draw from. There's a lot of experiences and I got a lot of knowledge. Um, but this is now what retired for what, nine months now. I'm just now getting to be Jeff, just Jeff, you know, Jeff, the guy. You know, nobody yeah, likes who, you anymore. Yeah, and nobody <laughs> fucking <laughs> everybody fucking hates me now. Sick of um, your shit. <laughs> no, seriously. So I, I'm I'm just now starting to get kind of my own identity, and it's it's interesting to deal with actually. It, it but I like it. You yeah. know, I really do. But it's almost relearning who I am again. Yeah. And I, I didn't choose to be. I mean, I chose to be Jeff the police officer, but I didn't choose to be identified that way. Everybody else did that. Like I said, even my own mother would be like, "Hi, this is my son Jeff. He's a cop." I mean, that's the first thing that come out of her mouth anytime introducing me to somebody, which is just fucking weird. And my mom was never like, "Hi, this is my son Zach. He works at Best Buy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, one time, one she last, was not proud of me. One last situation. Okay. And I got a follow up question. Then we got to hear about yeah. you getting hit by a car. Holy fuck! <laughs> if, you're, if you're at a party and the police officer shows up. As flattering as it may be, do not ask if they're the fucking stripper. Oh. I mean, it's as it's charming as that is. And How thank often you does that happen a lot, huh? All the fucking time. <laughs> now, like, would a stripper carry this gun, do you think? Yeah. This looks like a real gun, doesn't it? Yeah. You can't afford me. I mean, and <laughs> arrogantly, you know, most of the time, you know, I'm fairly V'd out. It could be a possibility. Like, I'll do with it. But, you know, when I'm 50 years old, yeah, obviously I'm not the fucking stripper. Oh, come okay. on. <laughs> you do look 50. Whatever that's supposed hey, to mean. Some, yeah. some folks might be into that, all right? Yeah, everybody's got their two point seven, but not everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's a two point eight five. That's a shut. What the fuck am I talking about? That's a one eight seven. Um, I got a question for you. Yeah. So now we just told people what not to do. Uh-huh. Give some people. I don't even know if there's an answer to this, but some insight into when you see a police officer and you feel tempted to speak to them. Take it from there. Be polite. Okay. Clearly, pay attention to what the officer's surrounding is and what his face is saying. Don't if sneak look, up on him in the yeah, dark. Don't come up on his back. <laughs> gotcha. You know, <laughs> grab his gun. I got your gun. Here you go. Take it back. When he's pumping gas, don't do that. His <laughs> jokies. You know, waka waka. You know, you can maybe ask. Do you have a minute that I could talk to you? Mm. You know that. And and can I tell you about the Lord? Yes Sorry. or no? Yeah. Can I tell you about the Lord Jesus Christ? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, or or it's okay to just say hey. I just wanted to say thank you or, you know, I appreciate her. Hey, I hope you're having a good day. Keep it short. Keep it brief because usually we're just going call to call to call. We got other shit going on. Right. If we are on a break, recognize we're on a break. You know, just like just like at Best Buy. If you're on a break, you probably don't want someone going, hey, I got a question about a computer. Yeah, well, for the most part, just kind of hoodies over our uniforms. Let them be. Nobody knows. Say, yeah. If you want, if you really got to say something, just say something polite and, and let them be. Right. For the most part. I mean, unless if, if you've got something dire going on and you're going to generate a call, that's a different story. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. What's the worst so. uh, dumb, I mean, non-cliche thing, if you can even think of one, but have you heard, uh, what was the worst approach that you've had from somebody? Or the best approach? Like, either or. Fuck, I, I, I don't really have... There's probably too many to, yeah, to like I don't have really a pin good, down, a good example. What would be a perfect way to approach somebody? Not, yeah, <laughs> leave them alone. Probably not. Just let them be. Other than you know, I did have some really nice things happen. You some know, people, like, when they see a police officer, are overwhelmed with like, oh, 
you remind me of things that make me happy about the world. Thank you, sir. Or, you know, and, and or, the opposite. Or adversely. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't, I but, didn't really mind someone telling me to fuck off. I, but they're always shocked if they're, they're like, yeah, fuck you. And I flip them off back. They're like, you can't do that. I'm like, I just fucking did. What? Like, who says I can't? You know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Is there, is there call a, the cops? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who will you call? Coast Guard? Probably Coast Guard. Well, Go ahead. Call them. Hello. <laughs> I may have already told the story, but this was, I think it's fine. Yeah. I may have already told the story but this was shortly after the riots uh, i was working the road and i was taking somebody to jail and this person who happened to be 300 pounds and have blue hair i, I didn't choose the person mm-hmm. uh, they decided to flip me off as i was driving down the road and i had someone in the back of my car going to the people zoo i went around the block <laughs> as one does as, <laughs> and came back around to that person just so i could flip them off back oh, okay nice. probably childish but so well worth pretty it and the funny, guy in the though. back of my car was dying he, he, thought, he thought that was pretty awesome that's pretty funny that's pretty because cool. you told him what was going on like play by play it's like well we're gonna yeah. go take a left here and this is why because this guy's gonna get a, just a little bit me. a little bit of detour because i didn't get to flip that person off they, they caught me they caught me off guard so i gotta go around he didn't get to see that my did. giant hot dog for a digit he just <laughs> see how much you can actually see it would have been even like the cherry on top if like right at the moment that you flipped the bird you just like flicked your lights once (laughs) (laughs) what's that you can't do that can you (laughs) i brought a light show (laughs) well fuck uh all right so don't uh really approach a police officer when he's working yeah, kind of just leave unless, them alone. Unless there's an unless emergency. You, unless you genuinely need something or unless you just want to be polite, be polite and just say, hey, you know what? Have a good day. Right. Well, it's just like people, that's kind of people nice. are people, man. I mean, yeah. you got like, it's weird to just approach people cold no matter who they are. I know. You know, right. like, spe- like then add on to you're approaching somebody who's on the clock and dealing with dangerous situations every day. It's just like, yeah be extra careful about how you approach those kind of people not like not from a self-preservation sense but just out of a sense of fucking consideration for them like you know i'm not going to walk up to some random person on the street necessarily and just be like hey i have comments about you and your existence you know like it's just it's weird right well, on, and on the flip side how does the world work i don't know on the flip side of people trying to be nice you know they, they try to give you things well it, it, at least our department policy and pretty widely within the state of Washington, we're not allowed to accept things from people, which is kind of bullshit. Not that I want stuff, but people are going out of the way trying to be nice. Hey, I, I was in the, the store and I bought you, you, taken home you know, I you bought did. you a cookie and a coffee <laughs> and we're like, uh, it puts us in a really awkward situation. I mean, the, the idea is that they're doing it because someday I'm going to pay it forward in their life and they're not going to get in trouble for something, which is, which <laughs> is just fucking bullshit. City, yeah, yeah, it's just ridiculous. So, I mean, flat, I'd be like, thank you very much. <laughs> right. I appreciate it. And but then, then I would take it. But then you know, you're tempted listen, to be like, if you're going to bribe but it puts me, us you're going to have position. to do better than a coffee and a cookie. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not going to keep you out of jail <laughs> but, for that or take your phone but, call. But it, it, it always was an awkward conversation because if I would have seen a, if a supervisor would have seen me do that, I actually would have been in trouble. But I don't want to be a cunt to somebody that's trying to be nice to me, and, and they don't know. Well, they're, they're literally trying to be a nice person. We don't we don't get that very often. Fundamentally, it's again like this weird position. It's government again putting you in a weird situation that's untenable and, and ridiculous. It's like yeah. don't be a human here, but deal with humans. Right. Have fun. Right. And it's like okay, government thinks. I don't know how that's even supposed yeah. to. And then on your own time. Be human, but don't really be human because right. there's all these people that we say that you can't hang out with, which, again, I didn't listen to because the majority of my friends are convicted felons. And in fact, the majority of my friends are people that I put in prison. So that's a, nice way to, that's a good icebreaker. Yeah. Oddly uh, enough. Uh, uh, yeah. Most uh, the ones out on Friday. They reach out. out. 
that's kind of what happened. I mean, there's a lot of people that I'm friends with that, that you know, I, I put in the people's zoo. I wonder how common learn. that is across the country. I mean, 900,000 police officers or so, give or take, uh, you know, whatever, 50,000. Uh, I wonder how often that happens. I wonder, because it does seem like there's a huge separation between the force and the public, and it's meant to be that way. And it doesn't seem like the public likes that. And it doesn't seem like police officers necessarily like that. Although, as we were just discussing, the public is kind of, maybe this is why, has a hard time handling uh, police, I guess, in in their position. Right. Sense? And it's we don't always intend to be cunty about it, but most of the time but we are just super busy. you guys don't mingle very much. Like what you did with right. being friends with us and stuff uh, and, and, you know, outside of the police force. Well, it's only because I can, because the way that it's set up... Um, we're not really they they would always preach don't just hang out with cops but when you start looking into who you can hang out with guess who you can hang out with pretty much just cops and that's it and people that are at the library right yeah yeah, yeah. unless you're involved in a church which i didn't happen to be right. so i think that is kind of like where the person like just go to church yeah you find friends at church <laughs> yeah there's a lot of that in our area that's yeah. for sure a specific church even but uh yeah, if, if you by chance happen to be friends with somebody that actually ended up getting in trouble for something, you know, you, prior to them getting in trouble, like that can come back on me. As crazy as that is, yeah. I, so it, it doesn't crazy. make any sense. So it makes us very leery of wanting to be with the public. So I, t- I took huge chances. You did. I, I mean, yeah. I really did, and I did it intentionally, right? Because it, I'm just that guy. It seemed valuable to all the people around, though. Like in our circle, I mean, you, you did make yourself open to questions from people in a very nice way in a way that i don't think we're certainly not talking about now i definitely wanted to humanize the badge so to speak i mean and that's a whole that's a whole project in itself done by somebody else who's super popular on on the net on the mm. netflix or not netflix though on the network in general yeah, yeah. Uh, social media uh, um, but that really was kind of what i was trying to do was just I, I wanted to be a regular person so bad and nobody would really let me, so I'm. Just, but I just kind of decided at some point, it's like, okay, I'm just going to go do the things that I like to do, and whatever happens with that happens with it. I, I think I have a, a solid enough uh, platform just from being who I am that I can argue anything that, that comes my way with the department. Right. And, and I was willing to take that risk. Yeah. And, and there was a time where I had to argue it. I'm sure. So, yeah, and, and we'll tell that story some other day. Yeah, okay. Which, and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. All right. Well, any other things for uh, this year' topic? Do we do we know how to approach a police officer now? <laughs> you probably just don't. Right. But what just if we nice. what if we want to? And just we're just like, damn it, you're awesome, and I want to give you a gift. What's the best gift? Don't, and the best way to give him a gift? You can't give him a gift. <laughs> just don't. Just don't do it. Here's a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I found this gun. Don't and do I want it you to have as it. much as you want to, and as nice as it is, it actually can put them in a situation where if they accept it, it can get them in trouble. So just. Just say, hey, how you doing? I hope you have a good day. Okay, what if you find a big stash of drugs? It's not your drugs. It's really legit not your drugs. And you're like, officer, I want to give, I want to, here's a bunch of drugs. Can you, should you do that? Or should you just not have anything to do? Well, that would be generating a call and that's a whole, that's, that falls into the call generating. Well, what if you don't want a big deal? You're like, dude, I just, I I don't want a big deal. Just here's a bunch of drugs. Do all the drugs. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's Shaden has the right answer. The middleman. All right. For fuck's sake. You guys want to hear this car story real quick? Yes. Since we teased it, I don't want to leave everybody hanging. It wasn't, it wasn't a huge deal, but it was. Uh, <laughs> it made my my walk for the day for my seventy five hard shit more exciting, <laughs> I guess. But so I've I've figured out this circuit that that runs me about forty five to fifty minutes depending on the pace, uh, 
around the area where I live and I have to go across a busy street two times on once across once back right mm-hmm. so I'm waiting at this crosswalk and uh this creature I could I, I I'm gonna say that just because it, they were a little bit scary and uh I couldn't really determine I couldn't even feel the guess as to what gender they were okay. honestly it was just this this uh amalgamation of uh some, human some human okay. parts right. in a car full of trash I just want to paint the picture okay right right <laughs> and uh <laughs> they rolled up and and stopped at the red light like in, in the crosswalk you know mm-hmm. and I was like whatever like I'll just walk around like I'm not gonna get all torqued about it like it's just right. like okay it's another person not paying attention so they stopped there's two young guys jogging towards me in the crosswalk going the other way and I'm walking towards them and we kind of meet this car at this roughly the same time they jogged in front of it I'm walking behind it this person sees these joggers as they're in front of their car and thinks it'll be a good idea to throw it in reverse and just pin it to try and get out of their way real quick. And they did that right as I was standing behind their car. And I didn't even see it coming. Like, it just fucking... They were discombobulated. Checked me right in the hip, lifted me up off my feet, and, like, onto their trunk. (laughs) And I was like... I was like... You know, just fucking... And And then they just stopped, and I, like, hauled my ass off of their car, and... In the heat of the moment, I punched their quarter panel twice, like really hard. <laughs> so they now I have a fucking fist-sized dent in their quarter panel to remember me by. But so I figured it, it was fair, it like turnabout's fair play. Like they just hit me with their car, right? So I was like, mm, right. I must retaliate. So, so then I kind of walked up and gave them like the what the fuck hands, and they wouldn't even look at me. They were just like glued to the <laughs> steering wheel. And just I like, just punched my car, I, and the crosswalks running down, you know. So I was like, well, I'm not gonna fucking start a. <laughs> like, you're like, grabbing your I'm, ninja sword. Yeah, you're like, like oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not seriously injured, and I I got my revenge. I guess so. I'm just gonna <laughs> fucking let it go. But yeah, it was it was just like startling. Like because I had my hood up and everything, so it was cold. Right. So I didn't even see it coming. Like I just saw these guys jogging, and then I'm just walking, and all of a sudden, <laughs> off <Yikes>. my feet <laughs> onto their trunk. I was like, what the fuck? Yikes! <laughs> that happened to me at a at a Winco, where I was just walking back to my car, and somebody backed up fast right into me, and I was just like, and I I don't know how, but I, I pushed up <laughs> off the thing and was and I was up in the air so I didn't hurt but it was just like what the fuck and they're like what and I'm like you hit what, did you, you feel what? your car do the motion that it did that's not obviously what you're going for was it fucking guy <laughs> well I'm glad you weren't you know yeah run over. I mean I was uh I was very limber. <laughs> I've been doing a lot yeah. of yoga. So. <laughs> <laughs> you molded around the shape of the vehicle. Yeah, I became water. <laughs> awesome. Well, that that officially will end the segment of the, the police stories, even though that wasn't a police story. Police stories. It should have ended in assault. And there was a cop nearby, like I said. Yeah, and he's like four cars back, but didn't see it happen, obviously. so He probably didn't care anyway. Maybe not. you okay? He was probably just like... <laughs> like, I still see all your limbs working. You're yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the other thing about the police is everybody thinks that the job is to go out and manufacture crimes. Now we don't give a fuck what's going on. Right. The more we talk about it with you, it's like, oh no shit, you wouldn't care. Yeah, we don't. You're just a guy, yeah, and you're like, I can't wait to go. Sh-. You're not Batman. Just you're ask not like, like, I gotta find me some Joker problems. <laughs> I mean, like, just ask yourself, would you care? Yeah, right. I'm looking for cr- <laughs> looking for criminals is one thing. Manufacturing crimes is not what we right. do. 
Right. Because there's not enough already right. without you manufacturing. Right. It's like having to drop gun or drop dope. We don't need that. You, there's enough out there. We don't need to fucking manufacture shit. Right. And then Marshall. And, and I don't want to do the fucking anyway. paperwork. Why the fuck would I want to do the paperwork on all that? <laughs> that just sounds like. See, a that's a cliche ass. that's true as fuck, where it's like. Oh, no paperwork. police officers want to do. There, there's like one guy that's like, this is the best paperwork. This shit's so cool. It's like going to school again, baby. When you got, when you fight like somebody, you're supposed to be color code. It's got his favorite pen. It's like, this one's for the purple form. Is man. it really paperwork, though, or do you do it on the computer? Well, when I started, it was paperwork. Right. It was write everything in pencil. Yeah. yeah. I'm, so I'm serious about it. But that was pencil? like in the 1940s, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. That's when the dinosaurs were just kicking off. Yeah. Sorry. You guys make fun of me for being the But still, I, I don't make fun in. of you for being young at all. You don't seem young to me at all everything like, was hey. so okay. redundant though i mean there was there was a lot of you know i'd have to write this report but i'd have to write another report for the same thing for this other thing it was it was a fucking pain in the ass yeah and i hated it and you couldn't co- just copy and paste because it was all different formats and it's like oh what a, this is so stupid and again it's just government not yeah, it is. Not communicating oh, well. Yeah, it's not. Is this the best way to do it? Absolutely not. Probably not. Would no. a company do it that way? No. Would a, just a group of people that are trying to maximize the, the widgets working? No. Absolutely yeah, fucking not. not. A company not. might. I would agree. A company might. You're right. You're right. Depends yeah. on the From a functionality you're standpoint. Right. Buy, don't play me. You're right. There's a lot of waste in companies. From a, from a functionality standpoint, there was, there's a lot of wasted fucking time and effort on paperwork that generally just goes in the fucking round file. Yeah. So... Terrible. <laughs> yeah. we, should, we should ask Best Buy if they want to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> we bring them up all the time. Like, you were the spirit spot in both of our lives. We're uh, giving you free advertising. It's not necessarily casting you in a positive light, but you're getting airtime. <laughs> Somebody's got to have bought a TV at some point and be like, oh, yeah, Best Buy still yep. exists. No such thing as bad press. That's right. Saying. By the way, I brought up you being a uh, never seeming young. You Me? seem you see you look young and you Me? seem young, but you seem like, like I don't the 40 that. year old 10 guy. I mean, you liked Pokemon, Pokemon and you liked the things that you're supposed to sure. like as a kid sure. but uh, he was like a 40 year old man being like fucking you get these Pokemon so you yeah. can trade them in the future for money and fucking ROI you get them. I'm building a pyramid scheme with Pikachu <laughs> at 10 years old he's like alright now let us switch gears to this uh, AI art thing we've brought it up in the past but this we kind of wanted a topic it's called very relevant yeah losing humanity is what I wrote down mm. are we and uh, you know we have friends that are I have Shane and I, and you actually, all three of us have pretty much the same friend group here in this town as far as artists and stuff, but um, with differences and whatnot. But we have artists around the country and stuff that we know, and they all seem to be talking about what's going on with the AI and, and replacing or working alongside with, you know, robots making yeah. art, songs. I, think I So you're right. I do have several artist friends that are very talented, um, that are super wound up about it in one way or another whether it's like being incredibly resistant to it or trying to push back against it or compete with it in some way or just crusading for like you know oh it's, it'll never be the same as art made by people you know and they already like, don't get paid shit yeah yeah and i kind of like i kind of feel for them and they're like how would you like they've said to me how would you feel if uh an ai came out where people could just ask it to write brilliant songs and it would and i was like that exists already yeah like yeah. <laughs> there's a, yeah. napster already happened so the money's already out of the music in general yeah well, we don't make so, any money. yeah there, that's what i mean like i'm i i feel that i have some 
degree of authority to speak on it in that sense because there is already AI that's generating music like you can just say play gent music or like there's there's a station on YouTube that's completely like a 24 hour live stream of just like AI generating Wow. different genres so, of music you can know? I ask it's like, something retarded some on that and some of it sucks really bad Good. but some of it's like that sounds like gent like, yeah. <laughs> and does it have vocals too uh, uh, I don't know about that okay I'm not somebody, sure I can't remember if it was Nick Cave or if it was uh, it was one of those kind of croony I can't remember I'm not a fan of this style but uh, somebody said hey write a song in this guy's style and it mm-hmm. must have been vocals too and he, he was like it sucks I hate it yeah. this is a problem this, so is is it, gonna, this is terrible I have a question so this AI station is this literally just being generated as it's playing or is it stuff that people have put together and oh yeah good question and it, it uh, stores it mm. Is it pre-recorded and then I, they throw it up? Or? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. It's a, it's a, it's a live. I only glanced at it just in passing. Somebody sent it to me, and I was like, "Hey, look, AI music," you know. But yeah. um, I'm curious to see what I, they do with I, vocals because then it's that, over. <laughs> I feel that they couldn't really. Call, I mean, I guess they could like be like, "This was a song generated." Like it's a 24-hour stream. Who's sitting there putting together 24/7? ahead of time you know what that's, I mean? like, that's why like, i'm asking gotta be, i assume it's just doing it it's, on its, it's own it's got to be that's, being generated yeah I, i'd kind of like to listen to it just to see what it does yeah. so much i'm, I'm interested I'll show, guys, I'll show you guys and all you guys be listening. nice to the robots by the I'll, way this I'll, is the time to be nice to the toaster and be <laughs> like I'm that's going, a good little no toaster robots. i don't care if you're broken it's okay you're not broken yeah i know <laughs> the robots they'll find you though they're in space yeah they're just they literally put those up just to find you that's why that's the whole point of elon musk to existence is to find you guys that are out in the woods later with his satellites when we went out in the woods and we recorded that record out in our cabin or in Jake's cabin. Starlink was watching like, they Starlink. saw a scatter. Yeah, I mean, it was like, that's when you could see him. I think Elon's <laughs> smart enough to know that he wants the rednecks on his side. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. So here's here's my thoughts on the AI art situation. Uh, I, I feel that I'm not nearly as concerned by it as a lot of people seem to be. I find it fascinating. But, I mean, if you look throughout history there's a period of time where technology takes a leap forward in some area and there's uh, a period of time where people look at it and they're incredibly resistant to it and they make all these grandiose claims about this is going to change the face of human existence Mm -hmm. and almost without exception all of those technologies have just been integrated and then subsequently taken for granted and Mm -hmm. it didn't really like I mean, it changes things, but it it does it wasn't the huge detrimental thing that people said it was. You know, like 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 the large the internet, hadron collider. The, the, the internet would be a very prime example. Hell yeah, yeah you yeah. know what I mean. Although or, or before that, the telephone. Like be yeah. like you don't have to wait to communicate with somebody across the world or even across the town. You can just communicate with them instantaneously. That did change human existence like a lot. But there were a bunch of people that were like, "This is going to fuck up everything." Right. And lo and behold, it didn't. Right. You know. So they're, they're going to put out the post it's, office. It's arguable. You're right. That is the thing. Like we don't know. Like the way the world we're living in now is it the way it's supposed to be? It's probably not. Certainly, certainly changed the dating is that even game. Possible. Yeah. 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 It changed everything. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and I'm not. Is I'm not, good or bad? I'm not sitting know. here saying it didn't create great changes. I'm just saying that it wasn't world-ending stuff. Like, uh, exactly. so let me put it another way: there are still flourishing companies to this day that are multi-million-dollar companies that are manufacturing pipe organs by hand. Right, just like they did 
five centuries ago you or know, four centuries and, ago. And there was there was a time where you had, uh, you know, when electricity came into the game, it changed everything. So, and they took they instead of having mechanical key presses, they started having like a, a electric key presses to where you like you know in in organs i just learned a lot about organs recently sorry but it's a pertinent (laughs) example um and there was there was huge pushback against that you know you're taking the soul out of the instrument you're you're removing some of the medium between the player and the and the instrument and then like tends to happen with things that are romanticized like art there's always going to be a market for people who want the authentic thing. Yep. Yeah, I mean, nobody's going to forget who Van Gogh is because there's AI art. Right. Like, no. we, what happened right. when people started creating art with computer assistance? Like, I'm sure there's purists out there that oh, are like, oh, if you're, using, if you're using computer software to finish your art or publish your art, then you're not a real artist. I like can you're, almost you're see... You're polluting the art form. It's like, I don't know. Are and, you? Or are you just embracing new tools? Like, know, it depends. Just, just it just depends. And there will style. be a market for both. Yeah. It will continue to be. Yeah. I, it could actually go the other way, where, there, where again, the, the purists of people who uh, true art done by a person is so valuable to them that it might actually take true art from a human being and jack the price way up because it's not computer generated right. it actually would give it more value almost certainly in some circles yeah. that will be what happens for sure yeah so that, probably that, already that's, is a, that's a, a net positive extent, right you know? absolutely yeah there's also artists that are making money that uh, <laughs> sorry to call you out out there but there are artists right now that are making gobs more money than they were before doing their art by taking AI generated art and then putting their own spin on it yeah. like actually Alternate. finishing it like you know oh yeah like an art piece and it's like great so you're welcome I, right <laughs> like, no shit. you just got a new tool for for peddling your art and growing your business like yeah. and art is art is it really Art's so supposed bad? to make you feel something right what so about if it like, makes you feel something it's still art yeah so yeah. what about graphic design i've got a, a guy that i went to high school with his business is graphic design and he does labels to his own pictures and stuff like that it's all done on computer himself but mm-hmm. it's really good art that that he does i mean he, he still has gets the money for the value of that i'm sure that a computer can it's probably just going to make his job easier mm-hmm and, and, and ultimately save him time. Mm-hmm. So I could see where that would be a win for his style of business. Yeah. Until people start cutting out the middleman when they just get this AI and they say, all right, make me a Fair logo enough. for my company. Right, and, right. You know, they pay a monthly fee for it. Incidentally. Yeah, and that's the thing. You were going to plug in um, what you wrote, the... Was oh, the analog yeah, for I was just way to call me out. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> I was going to put into Chat GPT to write a write a description for Jar, and I totally oh, forgot that's about right. it. Unintentionally oh, yeah, yeah. just called you out yep. to the public. <laughs> nice, Lo siento, well my way friend. To check with me, bro. Well, he'll get to it, I guess. <laughs> no, I will. I'll do it. I'll throw <laughs> yeah, it. No on, pressure. I'll, I'll throw it on Discord this week. Are you so still? You still not, have it, right? If you're not you're... on our Discord, you can go and fucking find it there. Yes. Yeah. Please. Um. But I think you make a good point, Zach. That. Those people, like people in the commission space, they're the ones that are getting the most adversely affected mm-hmm. by it right now. And I don't know if that'll continue to be the case or not. Like, it kind of makes sense that it might, because, like you say, like if I could pay somebody, you know, $500 to design a set of logos for my business, or I could spend 10 bucks a month and have as many different variations of logos oh, yeah. made for me on the spot as I want. Who wouldn't choose you know, that, you know? But I mean, 
but especially I think if it, you can Photoshop a little bit later and you're like, okay, I'll change that. And that's right. perfect. That's, but the thing is, and like, I get that. That's a, that's a valid frustration, but my stance on all that shit is the technology is always going to continue to evolve. Mm-hmm. And what separates the successful from the unsuccessful are the people that are willing to adapt and, mm-hmm. and pivot and, and move forward with it. You know? So it's like, yeah, when, when the printing press came out, people that were reproducing books and, and, you know, pieces of literature before that, they got their, 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 oh, they their were, career field went away. Yeah, exactly. We do a hand by hand, but you they didn't I mean? though. And it still became valuable. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's just like you, you have to find a way to adapt go with the flow of the way that things are going because like the genie's already out of the bottle there's yeah. no putting it back you can whinge all you want about oh, <laughs> i'm not gonna get as many commissions because you could just have mid-journey do it and that's probably true yeah but y- you sitting there lamenting it is not going to change the fact that the the pandora's box has been opened so your time would be better served looking at it and going okay let's apply some imagination to this and see how i can move with it instead of trying to fight the current on it you right because it's not going to go away <laughs> no no there was a there was a sentiment like in a meme you're supposed to use the, the idea is for humans to use ai to do the hard jobs that free us up to do art mm-hmm. and then just because we can we the first good ai we make would be yeah. to do art is to do the art do the thing it's like a, write, write a beautiful poem that's better than anything i can ever do it's like sure loser it's like oh fuck and you're like write a song in the key in, in the way that i would like to write a song it, with these things that i like that you'll and then it does it and you're like i would have never been able to do that not in 10 years it would take me 10 you know so i do want to take fuck. some of my lyrics and i i think david was trying to explain this to me but he doesn't understand i'm a super computer idiot mm-hmm. um but I want to like take my lyrics and and try to generate a song with with the music that it could come oh, up yeah. with. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And try a different couple different genres of music. I just don't really understand where to go or how to do even that. That's pretty cool. I imagine a person that's writing poetry or songs in the sense where it's just no musical uh, you know training or anything, going to these things and then writing songs and then having them with vocals somehow or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I wonder what the first hit or if we've already had it that's been that way like yeah what's the first hit song that the ai writes the majority of or that collaborates with the human or whatever uh and then shane just hurt himself in podcasting a yeah. podcasting injury i hurt myself setting something there, on the table we have no l and i <laughs> yeah we, <laughs> so you're aware you've got a, our plans so uh, here. it's patreon.com <laughs> we appreciate all of you guys donate 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 uh, i don't want to seem ungrateful but you know i just uh if you guys would have done it before i got my appendix out I just, I mean, <laughs> we didn't have it then we didn't really have it then <laughs> I don't know. So are we losing our humanity in this? Or is this, like you're saying, I think it's something we'll adapt to. Yeah. I, we're not I gonna, people are not going to stop doing art. The answer, the answer is yes, do. but it's not going anywhere. Right. It's just a new thing that we have to live with, like with the internet. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I mean, I think we only lose our humanity as much as we allow it. Right? Yeah. Like, I don't think, I, I don't think, I think it's, I think it's a, a narrow minded stance to take. To, I was to, just making a hyperbolic title. Attacking you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just, in general, think it's a narrow minded stance to take to just look at all progression in technology as something that's taking away from our inherent humanity, you know, like, know. Uh, like it's, it's, uh, because it only goes away as much as we allow it, you know, yeah. like I, I, me being a computer nerd hasn't, hasn't dampened my human experience personally. I mean, 
in a in a grand sense there's been times where i'm like ooh, i got to adjust the way i interact with this because it's detrimental to me sure but that falls upon the individual in yeah. my opinion you know like i'm a big fan of personal agency so and we all it, talk it, about it too think, so we're like I maybe think, that's not good for you Shaden. and yeah, you're like yeah i, I know i know yeah. everybody's talking about it i'm maybe exactly. i do have a problem no I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just shade never the whole world's talking about what Shaden's doing i think that i think that it there's some onus to be placed on the individual in that equation and um you know we can say that about anything in life. Oh, right? I agree. Yeah. I just, that's, I guess that's exactly my point. This isn't any different. The progression of technology, it just comes down to how we choose to integrate it in our personal lives. And that, that will extrapolate to whether or not it's robbing us of our collective humanity. It's like you know? a popular thing to do. Just like we've illustrated over the last couple of weeks where it's like, you know, the printing press destroys oral tradition or the writing down on paper, you know, hand drawn things, but then it didn't. And da, da, da. Right. And it's like, just what we do. We want to shout about the new thing. It's kind of like clickbait, but before clickbait where it's like, listen to me, I fucking, the, the end of the world is coming because of the, the toilet paper. The toilet yeah. paper is going to make us so all the leaves that we pick won't be collected anymore for butt wipes. <laughs> like, what? It still yeah. comes down to anything that we get our hands on we we tend to abuse yeah. and anything that's new that that can potentially good does create a new set of problems i mean that's yeah. that's just a fact but we but just like how electricity was scary now we we literally every room we we walk into we assume it's there and mm. i think the internet and ai will just be a thing where we walk into a room and the internet's just there we're able to interact with a wall because we know the wall. This, of course, is a touchscreen wall, and it's going to tell me where I have to go and my stupid time, and did, I'll sign in or whatever. Well, so here's an interesting way to think about AI because this is how I look at AI, and I feel like people look at it as this mystical sort of uh, you know, magic lamp that you rub and you get cool results that pop out of it. And I understand how it feels that way, but the way I look at AI in general especially in the application it's been put towards lately is AI is a child of the internet and it is <clears throat> a utility for interacting with elements of the internet more efficiently in a way that we can parse better as human beings. Right. So, so if you think that like, so imagine everybody has their own personal AI assistant that's tailored to them and has, has figured out how best to interact with them. And you could just be going through your day and you could say, Hey, AI, will you explain the circle of fifths to me? I'm trying to wrap my head around it and help me understand it. And it goes, sure. Shaden, blah, 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 blah. Use Try thinking about analogy. it like this. And here's where I got this information from. And it's just an aggregate of shit that it's not that the AI just dreamed it up. Right. It's pulling, pulling from, it's pulling from somewhere. It's a bunch know? of algorithms. It's, kind of thing. it's basically a better, a more efficient way to interact with the vast repository of human knowledge. Because if I wanted to do that, otherwise I'd have to be like, okay, I got to drop what I'm doing. I got to go look up uh, explanation of the circle of fifths and then maybe read through it. And I don't, I don't really, I can't figure out the way that that person explained it just because their communication style. So now I got to go find a video. Then I got to, I got to watch another video to make sure that I'm cross-referencing getting the right information. It's like, whereas if you had an AI that was just like, I already did all that for you like that. And I, I know how to communicate with you. So here's, I'm going to explain it to you. Here you go. What's the future though. It's going to be asking it and be like, Tell me as Big Bird. Tell me as George Carlin, uh, <laughs> sure. the Circle of Fifths, and, <laughs> and show me how to do it. And da, da, da. Yeah. that's what is the future of AI? So we're talking about. Oh my God, they're writing songs. They're making art. They're they're taking what twenty years, thirty years from now. What's this? 
Can you even imagine what the hell they're going to do from this? I'm just curious what's going to happen with my cell phone, because anytime I ask that bitch a question, it's like impossible <laughs> to get the right answer. Well, those are... Be that's, nice That's to funny Siri. that you asked that, because uh, like Siri and Google Assistant are uh, very much the they're the beta versions of what AI is becoming like, and it's, yeah. and it's thanks uh, in large part to them that these AI are able to draw upon such a wealth of information because it's all built upon that original framework. This yeah. is literally the only woman I argue with is the one that's in my phone. <laughs> you can change it to an English man if you'd like. <laughs> no, no shit. No I'm your friend, motherfucker. <laughs> even even in this house, I think that's wrong. <laughs> all right. Well, so what do we think? I mean, obviously, losing humanity is hyperbolic. Uh, we're going to be humanity no matter what happens to us, probably, until we maybe accept AI into our brains what if we take a chip i'm going to the be, woods <laughs> there's gonna be there's, jeff can't have this conversation because he's out of the woods there's gonna be collateral damage all. for sure yeah like i'm not i'm not sitting here preaching the gospel of ai that it's just gonna be this great you know benevolent <laughs> you're just not running out to the fucking woods but, yeah but i'm not like and i'm you're not, not jumping i'm not afraid of it either. either not really i mean it it does have potential for a, a ton of fucking damage for sure but so does everything technologies so, that already exist and technologies that are being developed like i'm not gonna i don't want to live in fear of, i appreciate you know, i appreciate the toy yeah. aspect of it like some of the things we've talked about you know with, with being able to play around with art and music mm -hmm. and stuff like that but I, but i can see a whole other world where again because we're humans and we're you know just really monkeys and we abuse everything i could see it being very potentially dangerous for, for sure, sure. for sure look at the way you have to look no further than social media to see how poorly we handle new technology you mix the dark or, or yeah the dark web technology of the masking people's voices or creating sentences for people to say and and then talking about like deep fakes deep fakes sorry yeah. i'm yeah. dark web i'm like i don't know internet the the deep fakes are fucking you mix that with ai it's like write the perfect script to trick the most amount of people into doing something stupid that you want them to do. And right. it's like, all right, here's this one. And then it's like, you know, Robin Williams ghost coming back saying exactly the right things. And you're like, Oh yeah, Robin Williams said that one night. Yeah. And I don't know. So I don't know why I pulled that out of my ass. Put, well, put it, a, put it into analogy, put it into this context though. Um, cause it's a valid concern, but I'm going to sit here and say with a fair degree of certainty that that shit has already been happening yeah. behind closed doors for, like a, a minute now wag the dog shit you know because yeah. the t by the time it's true with any technology by the time it trickles down to the consumer level it's already been in development and application for 20 30 years behind closed doors you know so like the ai that we're dealing with is just the, the toys that yes. we're ready for it's like the jets that, that they think that we're ready for it's like the military you know? jets that we know about we're yeah. like oh wow an f89 and they're like yeah we got an f99 right. and so part cute. of me is always offended by that but another part of me is like yeah but look how shitty we deal with the toys that we have right now like maybe maybe they're not wrong that everybody in general isn't ready to have the whole fucking unfiltered thing yet right <laughs> you know well they, they themselves chops the my ass to think that that might be true but it might be <laughs> right well the government themselves they probably are sitting in a, a group of laboratory folk are sitting around going wow we fuck shit up bad like the people that are being as scrupulous as possible so right. they're like okay yeah no well, humans are capable but awful. real quick we're making yeah. it we're at a point now where ai they've made a, an ai uh, or ai has come about that that can identify things that have been created by ai which will be a valuable tool mm -hmm. and so that speaks to your point where it's like they've known about this for a long time they're already three steps ahead of the game because of national security and other things 
but that's crazy. So then it was basically for like documents that were written by AI. It identifies somehow. Yeah. Imagine you're a great writer and, and you just so happen to write something, and then the teacher says the AI says that you're an AI, that you used AI, and you're like, I didn't. Right. AI, fuck you. Help. I don't know. So I think that I think there's a distinction that should be made, and so this is this is just me as a layman who reads a lot, but I think I think it's fair for me to say that what we have right now that we're calling AI isn't truly artificial intelligence. Right. It's, it's more, of, it's more of a VI or a virtual intelligence. It's where, drawing from something that's already been created. Right. Because it's it, the only, it's only creating things that are new in the sense that it's blending things that already exist. But if isn't it that what we do though mm, with our little brains? Yes. Yes. I think so. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but it's, it's sources is, us it's the things that we've made out of our little brains you know so it's just like it's one step further down the line in order to actually be artificial intelligence to my mind it would have to be able to do that with the same capacity that we do you know like like be able to create truly inspired newness out of out of things that aren't necessarily correlated in the first place you know I don't know. We keep pushing it. We'll yeah. see. It might and it, blow and, humans and, and, out like of the Like I say, that could already exist, just not in the public sphere yet. And it wouldn't surprise me right. if it does, you know. But That's what's running all our weird policies. It's like, why is this happening? Shut up. The computer's doing it. It knows better. It's a long-term thing. You're thinking <laughs> short-term. This is still the beta test. Calm down. There's <laughs> bugs. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on it. We're getting there. So, Fuck. off of AI, COVID but... COVID was a shitty DLC. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst one so far. Off of AI, but still on computer shit. Like, I remember everybody being up in arms about G5, and I never even understood what the fuck G5 actually was, but I can remember one of the things was... 5G, Jeff. See? (laughs) There you go. I got your back, bro. All right. That that tells you how... But we get where you're going with it. It's still the same. All right. Concept, yeah. you know why? You know why? It's too but you can much, tell it just too much five G exposure. That's why you can't I'll, I'll keep be, yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll be stupid, you know, because I am when it comes to that stuff. Nevertheless, I can remember one of the biggest things that people were freaking out about was the facial recognition within public and and from cameras and all that. They know who you are. Yeah, like well, that's new. But the, yeah, the reality is, so the department that I work for, we had a program uh, that they they. I don't they didn't pilot it we had it for a certain while for free and then they chose not to pay for it because it was expensive and we lost it but I had an app on my cell phone where if I thought somebody was lying to me and they had ever been booked into our jail into our system before I could hold that up and get their face in the frame and it would tell me who they were Hmm. if they were ever into our system so that was already happening before what is it, yeah, 5G? We've, we've had facial recognition for a long time. Right. 5G is really more about. Is it a thing? Is it, is it here? I, it's I still kinda like, don't know what it is. I don't understand it super well, but it's kind of like bits, like from 8 bit to 16 bit to 32, and then it just blows up. 5G is like computer graphics compared to 8 bit kind of thing, I yeah. think, from what I understand. But it's Five, bandwidth, right? 5G is uh, the latest deployed generation of cellular networks. So it's. Right. So it's it's data sent over communication towers and 5G. The deal with 5G is it's, as I understand it, it's a much better rate of data transfer. So it's a lot higher communication speeds, especially for data. Mm-hmm. But its range is smaller than than 4G long-term evolution, which is LTE. So you're saying that satellite phones in general being in everybody's pocket is still a little ways out? 
Mm, I mean, they've, they've got towers and satellites kind of making it so known. I mean, it's yeah, there, really. Yeah. I mean, it's they're getting closer. I think. Uh, I mean, you can get a satellite phone. Right. Uh, yeah. So what I was getting to is that um, 5G, a lot of people's concerns with 5G was the concentration of the air quotes radiation right. that people were it's, receiving. Because it was 5G. Uh, yeah. It means something okay. like as far as wavelengths because it's traveling over wavelengths. Isn't like that? Ga- gamma rays or yeah, something Yeah, I would like think that. so. Well, 5G literally just stands for fifth generation. Okay, so, <laughs> so I don't know shit. Fuck I just, uh, the only reason I know this shit is because I used to run a cell phone store, so I'm, but, I, have a, I have a lens into how networks work. But. Okay, I'm wondering, like, as far as wavelengths go, you'll find, you know, TV and radio wavelengths are all around us, uh, and they sit on a certain frequency. Mm-hmm. From my understanding of reading about very, very, very little, obviously, uh, 5G sits in a... The reason it's able to transfer is because it, it sits in a similar frequency uh as to where it was before but uh, it's like you said it's able to transfer more and i don't know what the technology is i just remember it being like i said it's it's a jump from 16-bit graphic console to the full-on computer as far as what uh is we're capable of like 5g makes it makes it so a lot of these sci-fi concepts that we've thought about because of its ability to carry so much information, like you said, mm-hmm. makes it so these sci-fi things where we can have fucking touchscreen walls in every fucking shopping, you know, makes it so it's like yeah. it will be able it to... makes it hard for me to order a sandwich at McDonald's. I think that is kind of... I'm uh, making the, shit up, I no, guess. No, I think you're you're right. I read one Wired magazine article. Pro- I'm said a you're fucking right, expert. motherfucker. Calm down. <laughs> I was calling myself an expert. <laughs> I, I did a 180 in that whole conversation. In one sentence, I 180, bro. <laughs> it's Yeah, that was so... They're trying to they're trying to create, which of course they would as, as cell phone companies who make a profit off of, you know the quality and viability of their networks they're trying to create this blanket of interconnectedness that handles as much data as possible and and covers as much as possible mm-hmm. and 5g is the latest generation okay. of right. that attempt. and there'll be more but the the reason or one of the main reasons that people were getting so wound up about it is because it takes a lot more 5g towers to achieve the same coverage as lte because the data can't go as far as you mentioned it's just and i don't know that i'm not an engineer but that i just know that the the radius from from 5g towers is uh, significantly smaller so there's a lot more of them but they're also a lot less obtrusive there's a ton of them around spokane and i bet you haven't noticed one okay you know what i mean like they they stick them on top of like light poles and shit i think so so it's but in vegas they look like palm trees (laughs) that was 4g people were concerned that, gamma. that having that many different little towers was was radiating you to a higher degree because you're like, oh, I'm getting hit by a whole bunch more. And it's like, right. well, the, if the data's traveling, the relay point, the number of relay points doesn't really affect how much, you know, of, of a gigahertz frequency you're getting hit with. Right. <laughs> right. As I understand it. So I always thought that was kind of a silly concern. But on the flip side of that coin, I'm not convinced that the amount of radio frequencies that we're getting hit with in general for our entire lives now is necessarily a healthy thing either. No like shit. That's like we were talking about getting out into the woods and actually being able to hear the frequency of the earth. Sure. Yeah. Messes and with how, ourselves. And how much it that. kind of brings you back into alignment. It wouldn't be that way if we weren't constantly being hit by, you know, anywhere from zero to 11,000 gigahertz of 
radio waves with a, with knowing nothing bio, it at least sounds reasonable that there, yeah. there would be some validity to that yeah. the last i looked at biochemistry research i mean they legit look at radiate like electromagnetic stuff for lack of a better term uh, as a problem with your cells like a big yeah. a big problem um the thing last thing on 5g What's the connection between that and the Jewish space lasers? <laughs> is it make is it well, capable? They're, they're it's, funding it, obviously. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're fucked. Uh, no. Uh, anything else on losing humanity and the AI art? Do it. I, I think Fuck we're humanity. fine. Yeah, humanity is overrated. Okay. <laughs> I well, hate it. <laughs> Sorry, just have to slip one of those in. He has to get all misanthropic. Get ah. Yeah, I feel like you're actually uh, like many misanthropes. What's I think George Collins said it behind every cynic is a you know a disappointed optimist for they're like yeah. I had so such high hopes for you yeah. humans and then I kept giving you chances and you kept kicking me in the dick. That's I I can approve that message. When I, I heard George Carlin say that I was still a young man, but I was like, yep, yeah, that's <laughs> I can see that all around me and. That's, when yeah. I was a little kid, I looked at the whole world as something I would be able to one day step Wield into and adulthood and, and just, you know, be embraced by. use it and it would be mine. <laughs> yep. And then I grew up and I was like, what the fuck? The world holds <laughs> your legs open as it stomps on your dick over and over and again. nobody's driving. <laughs> Nobody knows what's going on. Who's doing this to my dick? <laughs> it's, you know, some people are like, a, a, someone who loves you. Oh, are you it. sure? <laughs> what does love mean? <laughs> All right. That's a good little segue into uh, ask why more. That's our next segment. Is in the way you know Jeff is going to lead us down this road of asking why more, but thinking of like a kid and how they ask why. That immediately made me think of a quote by I think I don't know I don't remember who, but basically that we're all scientists until we're taught not to be. Uh, as children, like we're very <laughs> curious and we look into everything. Why does this work, mommy? Why, 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 why? We're always curious and want to yeah, care. Why is the sky blue? Why is until you, you get into public school, generally, or even private school, and they're like, "Shut the fuck up!" I know here's the sky what is blue. the sky what, is what, blue what? because we live inside of the eye of a blue-eyed giant named Macumber. <laughs> and there's a turtle back somewhere <laughs> involved. Well, all right, you need so to do more mushrooms, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with that. <laughs> Now you have a chance. Uh, ask why more, Jeff. Yeah, and you kind of touched on it. You know, when we're when we're children, it's why, 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 why. Being around children now, it's the yeah. why, why a lot. And uh, I, I I try to be very cautious of cutting them off from asking why. And I do try to answer the question, which generally generates another why. And we can go down a rabbit hole pretty quick with a three year old. You know, <laughs> you end up being a science teacher, but, or a history yeah. teacher, or a fucking yeah. But and 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 out of annoyance, you know. Uh, Adults in general will shut kids off to where we just kind of learn to not ask why anymore. We really have a society that says, don't ask why. Just do as I say, do as I do. Just listen to what I tell so you. So many of us want to do that. what we're told. Why, Jeff? <sighs> why is that, I, Jeff? I, Jeff? I, I wish I had the answer. <laughs> you know, and sometimes that is the answer. Is It's okay to have the answer of, I don't know. I don't. I don't like asking why anymore. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't learn anything just now. <laughs> but even then, fruitless for rootless. But like one of the one of the things that I that I see happening as as adults, we stop asking why, and we are okay with seeing the conclusion of something without understanding how we got there. One of the biggest examples is seeing a lot of these police videos on uh, on the internet. That must have frustrated you a lot. Super, super. Because there's just little snippets, and then people run with it yeah. as if they're experts, right. and you know all these situational things. 
things, especially Cop-spurts. especially when it, and, and it's it's just the one of the it's just Cop-spurts. one of the best. What's that? Cop spurts. Cop spurts. <laughs> that, that's from a past episode, if I recall correctly. Full circle. Uh, I just lost my train of thought. Son of a biscuit. I have that effect on a lot of people. Sorry. Um, well, at least it's not in public. I'm oh not shit. Sorry. I'm not I do sorry. that all the time. Anyway, um, fuck. What was I talking about? Oh yeah. So the police stories. Please, how they well, get police lost. videos is a really good example of just showing the snippet of an inconclusion, uh, uh, the an end conclusion of something, and then people just developing uh, or being okay with with what they saw, never asking. Well, okay. Well, how did we get to where this video started? How did we get here? And then, and then, how do you know? Of course, you, you see the little area where it ended, but how did what led all the way up to this? Right. We should be asking why all the time, whether it be to our government or or things that we see or just anything in our life. Or your boss, just ask your him bo- why yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's just really annoying. <laughs> why? So it seems to be people. You can't have a rich. Why? People have gotten lazy to the point where they don't really care how the end result got there. They're just, but I think we're taught to not ask, how do we get here? We also kind of live, we also kind of live at least in the Western world. We live in a society where, uh, it's, it's exhausting. You know what I mean? Like trying to, trying to always suss out where shit's coming from. Yeah. Cause we're just, things are so engineered on purpose to be so complicated that asking why is just so tedious to where you're just like okay fine i don't care that's just the way it is right you know or things are economies and i'm not of saying scale. that's a good thing because it's a fucking awful thing but that i think that can it lends itself to why <laughs> why why <laughs> right yeah yeah i mean there's there's a hundred reasons as to how we got there but i think it's something that individually we should pay attention to yeah i agree and go okay well i see this but but why what 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 happened before this what, what happened before that how did everybody even end up together here and right. like I said, i'm still on the on the police video thing but it goes in all aspects where of where our food life. comes from it's always comes down to that like people aren't super interested in where their food comes from it's like it's what we we're just talking about when you walk into a room and you flip on a switch do you expect the, there to be lights that work and stuff? That doesn't mean, I mean, you know where the light bulbs go if you have to switch them, but you don't know how the structure of electricity works, how it gets to your house, where it's coming from, how the, it's created or, or mined or whatever. And, and we lose all of that. And then in the, in the situation with the police thing, it's the same kind of thing. We don't know how the cause and effect. We know what, we know the last little bit we know of what a the long effect story. Was. Yeah. It, but you can't solve a problem just knowing what the effect was. You have to know what the cause is well, in order to cause solve any kind of problem. That came all the way. In, yeah, in yeah. anything. You know, like, you know, like electricity or a light bulb going out. You know, why? if you have a light bulb that goes out and you put it in and it goes out again, do you just sit there and keep changing the light bulb? No, there's probably something going on with the wiring, but you have to get there. You can't just look at the, well, the light bulb keeps blowing out, so I don't know why, so finally I just stop changing it. Right. Well, no, you have to... No, we just do you, ha- you have to get to the cause, <laughs> yeah. not just the end result. Does that does that yeah. make sense? and I think you're right. We lose that that need or want or desire not we it seems like society or culture has strayed away from celebrating that yeah. i think lots of people give a shit about how, where their food but comes we, from we how are really work. we are really taught within the public school system even don't don't ask why i really do feel Just like take schools are designed to teach you how to be a good little factory worker yeah. and they have not updated for a long time and, and that's the bells and the way the schedules are and all the things it's like i mean standardized testing yeah when you learn and i don't remember who said this but it's a it's a fun thing but when you're sitting in class and you learn that when the teacher's talking and then the bell rings and they stop mid sentence 
and they're like, oh, see you guys next week or see you tomorrow. And it's like, that lesson meant nothing. The <laughs> bell meant time means more right. than the lesson. You don't give a... F- so then you're like, okay, this Listen, isn't for like Teachers me. are underpaid. They don't want to work all <laughs> I mean, the, the only, the only <laughs> way... I love teachers. My God. Sweet Jesus. The only way that I can really think of this problem being solved is as individuals, take a minute and think, of, okay, well, this was the end result. How did we get here? Mm-hmm. Hey, on, on anything in life. Yeah. Not just the two examples that I gave, obviously. Well, that kind of understanding is kind of a... I mean, isn't that one of the keys to wisdom? It's like, okay, I can get all amped up at this surface level thing that I figured out, and this guy's in my face, and da da da. And you know, sometimes you need to fight or flight and punch a guy or whatever. But sometimes you can be like, okay, I can see this guy's like been crying, and so that has nothing to do with me. And then you can kind of break things down where you're like, you know, I still got to defend yourself or whatever. But you understand and empathize with people as you start to see where they're from or what, what the cause was even close by. Right. And, even and if it was a lifetime of shit that led to them want to kick your ass right. at a bar. And the question doesn't always have to be specifically why, but if you start asking and being in those situations thousands of times, if you start asking questions before having to defend yourself, yeah, uh, you can start understanding that there's a lot of shit going on yeah. that got him to where he's at right there. And then you can start working through those problems pretty much going backwards. Right. Um, and yeah. some and sometimes that turns into something terrible and ugly because whatever. But yeah, it's, it's a useful thing to condition yourself to not take shit for granted, which I think is basically synonymous with what you're saying about you know just start reminding yourself to ask why and look for the context, and it lends itself to our earlier conversations about accounting for nuance. I mean, mm-hmm. all of that kind of runs in the same vein, but I think that equally as important if not perhaps more important than simply remembering to ask why give a shit about the why is to train yourself to recognize when it's important to ask why like there like when when you're in certain situations and you're like having more information here is critical and i need to go and seek it out you should, i mean asking why more often like as much as you can good practice i'm i'm for it but but once you start doing that start paying attention and recognize okay like for an example to make it less nebulous and more specific if you're ingesting news you should look at whatever it is no matter what source it comes from look at it and go hmm i wonder what's going on around this and why this happened mm-hmm. and then try to go find that out mm-hmm if you care I mean if it's something you don't really care about then I guess don't waste your time but if it's something that that moves you in some way or or causes you to have a reaction then you should want to know what the deal is like if somebody says hey Russia invaded Ukraine and there's a war I think it's very unwise for you to just look at that and go hmm Okay. What's the TV say? I should yeah, like, I, like you should want to know why that's happening. Small world, you can learn a lot more than you could have back in the day. Right. If you're finding yourself emotionally invested in something and all you see is a snippet and a conclusion, you should. That's what propaganda maybe, do. Maybe hold off that emotion yeah. and and or or take your emotion and invest your time into that to find out. Okay, how did we get here? I didn't like how this ended, but I don't know why it ended that way. That should be more important to you than what the conclusion was. Mm-hmm. Does that make yeah. sense? Am, yeah, I, am I getting yeah. the message no, clear? Well, if there's a important. message with with background music, 
that's your first key where it's like, okay, they're producing this message. <laughs> yeah, so right. what, Fair enough. You know, it goes, ah, propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> we are the probably the most propagandized uh, generation on Earth in the history yeah, of Earth. I think that's it's just too easy to do. For sure. Yeah. I mean, easy. the distribution distribution of it is easier than it's ever been. Crocky, more, more effective. So, yeah. but yeah, I think. Uh, you know, or don't just lead yourself by your emotions your whole life and <laughs> tell me how that works out it's for important, you. It's important to have strong reactions to some things. Like some things merit strong reactions. Absolutely. You know, but uh, it's very rarely wise, to your point, Jeff, it's very rarely wise to look at something at face value, have an emotional reaction, and then use that as a basis for immediate outrage and not seek any more information. And yeah. it's, and I mean... Uh, that's a hard that's a hard one to swallow but i mean i feel like that's a big basis of like our podcast in general is like you might hear in fact you guys listening out there will almost definitely hear some shit come out of one or the three of our mouths at some point that you vehemently disagree with oh, or, right. or, or you have a knee-jerk reaction of like what the fuck yeah, why would Shaden sure. say that and that's okay and uh, you know we're we try to be good people but we're not going to tiptoe around that either it's just going right. to happen sometimes yeah, it is. but our, we have thoughts our, about the world. They're not fucking curated through the you know the proper right. t- channels. I didn't but go our, to fucking Stanford. Come but on. our ask, uh, as people who have tried to hold ourselves to this same standard, is that you you know if you have that moment, I mean. You, your feelings might be valid for some reason, but just take some time to examine why you felt the way that you did about it and and try to rationalize it to yourself, you know, because that's, that's, I mean, that's what I try to do whenever cause I hear shit every single day that I'm like, what the fuck? I know. What the fuck? I, like, yeah. I came here today pissed off because of some shit I was looking into, you know, and I was just like, ah! <laughs> but... I mean, I talked to I talked to you guys about it off mic because you're kind of my I like to bounce things off you for the sake of perspective. But I'm not going to go start a crusade, <laughs> you know, or <laughs> or start up a foundation just because I'm wound up about this thing because I I know precisely what it took me an hour of looking at it <laughs> today about it, you know, and I recognize that that's simply not enough to really have a, a solid foundation to stand upon. So for sure, the point of that whole rant is it's good to have strong feelings about things, but it's rarely good to act upon them immediately until you get more information. Amen. Agreed. <clears throat> Absolutely agreed. So yeah. Probably put that to bed, but yeah, just, no, I like that. That was, a, a, good that was a fun conversation. I, I agree vehemently. It's always good to ask why I had yeah. a, keep a kid I, scientific. It, it kind of reminded me of a uh, cute, a cute story. Do you have something else? Jeff? Yeah, just real quick. Go ahead. Again, as a parent, I understand it's very, very difficult when your kids keep asking why, but you know what? Keep answering them. Yeah, because eventually you're going to satisfy them. Yeah, and, but, you can tucker them and, out too. And sometimes you just don't have the experience. time, but really try to make the time. And and, and yeah. you know I'm not the greatest at it, but I'm certainly working hard at, at getting. Teach them it's okay it. to hear from their authority figure or you know parents where it's like I don't know, and that's okay. yeah. And yeah. if I don't know, I flat out tell them. I, let's I don't, find out. I don't let's go know. look. Yeah. Let's find out if that's there's an answer. The part so, right yeah. there. It's just like I don't know, but let's go figure it out yeah. together if um, we can. Sorry, yeah. tell your story. So, so a cute story. I had it is a cute story. <laughs> I I had uh, uh, two nephews when I was a teenager, and they would come up to visit us in Canada. And uh, Garrett and Keegan, and Keegan was just a little like he was just kind of figuring out how to talk at this point. And Garrett was his older brother, and Keegan was doing this thing at the time that was just the funniest fucking thing to me. And I, I entertained me for the whole fucking amount of time that they were there. He would sit down with you and he'd have this like very intense quizzical look on his face and he would point at 
anything, literally anything. And he'd point at it and he'd look at you and go, what's that? <laughs> and then you'd tell him and he'd go, hmm. He'd <laughs> and, love then, you, and then, and then he'd pick another thing and he'd go, what's that? And then you'd tell him and he'd go, hmm. and he would just do this endlessly. Like, and, He's like, and, I came here. I'm going to figure this all then, out one day. And then my dad and I discovered that we could flip the tables on him and it was hilarious because we'd be like, we'd be like, Keegan, he'd look at you and you'd point at something. You go, what's that? And he'd look at it and go, what's that, baby? <laughs> he would just say so he was just Gibberish. mimicking like the sounds that he's used to hearing in response to these things but he hadn't figured out the he hasn't made the connections yet so we would just sit him at the table and be like Keegan what's that <laughs> right now in my house right now in my house I need to bust out the dictionary on my phone because Angelo is always asking how to spell stuff Either ask, he'll either throw out some letters and ask what it spells, and if and most times, like that doesn't spell anything. But right. you know, well, that's OSHA. Uh, that's a, well, his favorite one is his favorite one is uh, what does HDMI spell? I'm like, that, that's not a word. That's an acronym. I don't even know what it stands for, though, dude. I have no idea. High definition. Uh, I, knew, I knew that part. Media interface. Yep. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Uh, now yeah. I can tell. Him. There you go. But I wasn't. I, I wasn't uh, was in there. aggressive enough to uh, look it up. But yeah, he asks. Sometimes he asks how to. Spell something, and I'm like, I don't know, man. Yeah, <laughs> go ask your mom. I don't know. <laughs> I have an eighth grade education. Leave me alone. I don't you don't have Google? Get out of my face. <laughs> Bring me the math or something. I don't know. Go ask the AI assistant. I don't know. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a future too, and that's probably not a bad one. Teaching kids, fucking, that might yeah, not be too know. bad. More screen time for a kid. I'm gonna say, yeah, no. It won't no. look like a screen then. It'll look like a fucking hologram hanging oh, out. In your hologram. House. It'll be a ghost. Daycare. You'll have a ghost lady that your kids having sex as, with. As a child who teaching them math. Just say that. Yeah. As a child, oh. <laughs> what? Somebody just had a knee jerk reaction. What? As a child, <laughs> as a child who had uh, the internet play a large role in my development. I don't know if I want the internet raising kids necessarily fair, yeah. no, fair. No. there's a lot of walls like you basically just i got out that we're gonna okay. have pedophile ai i was but it's a fucking robot that the, <laughs> okay i'm, I'm imagining God like the it. moment you found i'm imagining ai will end up being kind of like how you're finding your dad's playboy kind of thing is what i was thinking where it's like you know the dirty sock it's like it's teaching me math but hey take your shirt off fucking hologram thing if right? dad okay. has a dirty sock good god it's not it's dirty. isn't that good and he's not gonna be around very long so fair enough all right fucking and on that bombshell <laughs> all right let's <laughs> let's get the fuck on to the reasonableness party and we're gonna talk marriage and divorce and where the reasonableness party would sit on that said things uh i don't know where do you guys want to start like i i don't want to sit on it it doesn't sound very comfortable it doesn't first off no. i i totally disagree that if two people want to join in the connection of holy matrimony to be married that it should not the government should not have their hands in it you should not have to go buy a license and do all that bullshit because really what's the benefit of that other than the way that the system works yeah it's a tax thing and an insurance thing at this point and other than that really what's the benefit and with the way our current governmental structure is spending our taxes eh, yeah exactly they could use they could use some less avenues to have our tax money quit doing that so yeah getting married you have to get this license from the government and that license basically says that I love you so much that if you if you decide you don't love me one day, then you know I, I understand I might have to give you half my shit. That's that's a terrible contract to have. It's weird. Yeah, we definitely have a weird system. And, that, and that's that's all the government. That's not yeah. even any church or anything like and that. And we kind of no. laid that we kind of laid that stance out when we talked about marriage 
all the social issues and stuff in general. Yeah, and so I feel like it would be incumbent upon us to have the same stance on divorce, where it's just like, look, if you guys got together of your own accord, you can split of your own accord. Like I don't necessarily feel, or or even just go into the private, you know, exactly. No intermediaries from the government either to come in and solve problems. That should definitely be, you know, private. There could be private industry that deals specifically with that. Well, the kind of mediation, sure. I mean, people, especially depending on your situation, shit can get complicated, and and you know, like people. People in relationships are not always on an even playing field when it comes to their capacity to deal with that kind of shit. For real. You know, so there's, there's tons of room for people to take advantage of other people <laughs> in, in, in either direction. But you if know? mediation so, so doesn't having work. having mediation would be... But I don't... But I if mediation so doesn't work, say, it goes straight to the government. I wouldn't go so right. far as to say is, uh, that mediation should be mandatory either. Absolutely not. You people, know, private should people be, should, should try be and an figure available out. service. But when there's somebody that's that's wishing for something and it's not happening because of you know somebody being obtuse or obstructive or whatever, uh, there needs to be some sort of recourse in the marketplace where you know the government is the force of, and we're gonna have a government with a reasonless party because that's you know fucking why we have a party, unfortunately. But yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that was, I don't think that was ever really in question. I know, but the fundamentalist part of this of that system. makes it suck <clears throat> is the fact that the government exists. And we have to deal with the absurdity of it. I mean, the whole reason I'm probably going off on on a bit of a tangent, but uh, <laughs> as you do, I know <laughs> the whole reason the gay marriage is an issue is because we have to register it with the United States government. That the United States government doesn't re- recognize this marriage, or it does now, or used you know in a weird way. Yeah, which is a weird thing. It's, it's a weird premise. Yeah, it's like you know, this love, like, this love here, not okay. This love, sure, great, yeah, thank what? you. We'll tax that. This love, not taxable, or whatever. And it's a, you know, it's because the absurd government people, system people, exists. People, in people general. like flip that too, where they're like, well, if we didn't have those lines of distinction, then it's just anything goes, and there'd be all kind of deplorable shit, like like pedophilia, you know, like oh well, no. how come my love with this child isn't, you know, and it's just like it's all okay, about consent, like, guys. Are we really? Yeah, like are we, not... I, like if, if your argument hinges upon we're too stupid to draw those moral lines in the sand collectively, right. then that's a shitty argument. It is a shitty mean? argument. Like, uh, but it is with, the argument within, that's been thrown out there. Within reason, if 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 two people love each other and they want to tie their fates together to whatever degree makes sense to them, fucking have at it. And right. the government shouldn't have any fucking say in the beginning nor the end of it. Right. Well, what about yeah. the flip side? There's, I mean, this kind of controversial territory. Uh, you can call things whatever you want. The idea of calling it marriage, because the idea in Western society and in these very heavily Christian societies is that marriage is very much an important part of the the tenets of Christianity. And you can argue and debate overall how they do with that and all that stuff. But, you know, I've listened to people on the on the right currently uh, who are talking about this very subject where they're like, well, you know, the word marriage like it's a very sacred thing to us and you're desecrating it with what you're doing because it's about uh I love reproduction right i know like <laughs> absolutely destroy you know well, but this- it's about uh children it's about a family and a child and you know the argument against that's like you, you can get married and not have kids this that's, is a pretty simple argument to show that a lot of times religion and government are actually in bed together right yeah, so big time. Pick, they they pick the winners and losers. The the yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, do you guys think it would be reasonable to say that the government was that maybe shouldn't... the wrong term for that? <laughs> <laughs> Them being in bed together. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was very appropriate. I think. Um, I do. You guys think it's reasonable to say that the the government shouldn't have uh, a 
authority over marriage and divorce as far as allowing and disallowing it or mediating it, but that if you decide to engage in whatever form of marriage, whether you're calling it marriage or partnership or, uh, you know, what's that thing in Dragon Ball Z where they do the soul fusion? <laughs> Somebody got that. That joke yeah. landed somewhere. I know it. So the old um, guys are like, oh, I remember the cartoon, but whatever I it is, if you, if you join your, your life with another person or persons that it should be like a thing that you notify the government of, like, I mean, you're notifying, you're doing it as, as to, tell other people hey we're bound together well, i mean you because can just like, change the address one of one of you changes your address to the other one's house well i guess then, so you know, but then what, what, what i mean more do they need but then how are we dealing with like you know joint finances and you know legal like if somebody like if you go to the hospital and you're like well i'm her husband you're like how do we know right <laughs> well know I, mean? I mean power of attorney yeah. Those kind of things. I mean, we just have to think ahead for those kind of things. I mean, what did, what did couples that loved each other of the same sex do before it was legalized in the United States? I mean, they basically would write each other in each other's wills and do as, I mean, there's some pretty strict private, private contract type stuff. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Which is what would happen without government. I mean, government, what do they do? Let's, let's steal man. I'm like we do, right? Mm-hmm. What can government do well in marriage and divorce? What do they do well now? And what could they do well? Uh, they, they, Keeping, with the with the monopoly of force that they track of it, You're taking taxes. <laughs> you should see Shane's taking face. He's not, he's not really into that answer. <laughs> taking taxes. I almost passed out. I laughed so hard inside. <laughs> taking taxes. Yeah. So marriage is a lot. It, what a slap in the face to same sex couples. Marriage is. They're like your money's business. not good enough for us. You cunts. It's what a fucking shitty thing to say for decades. Um, yeah. So come on, we got to do better than that. Steel man. Right. They, uh, in divorce. I mean, it's the legal system of the government that's doing a lot of the stuff. That's at least the, if shit falls apart, they come at you and they throw you in a cage. The the civil system. Right. Uh, I don't know if that's good either. We're kind of talking our way out of government. There's really no way to talk government up. It's really difficult. (laughs) But uh, when you said we got to do better than this, I was like, how? Well, well, the taxes go for my roads sometimes, right? They make my roads. Do they? (laughs) My roads are great. Um, they, they bomb a lot of people with them. Okay, so we're not steel man in this very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say, obviously, reasonableness party, and we've already talked about social issues, they don't belong in government at all. This would be, How do you dismantle what we've built with, uh, I mean, we've got government well, I'm so pretty sure that if we had marriage. a way to do that, that it would already be, be dismantled. You think so? There's a lot of people that really Maybe. love government. So here's, here's really, the, here's really the catch with that, man. Like there, so the, the essence, the nature of power is creating... A, a need, not a want, but a need in people's minds. Whether it's truly a need or not, you create a need in their minds, this and then, that. and then you, by extension, create a fear of having to live without that thing that you've come to be conditioned that you need. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's like the only that's, reason that's I w- that's the reason, in my opinion, that shit hasn't been dismantled. It's not that it can't be dismantled. It's just that the discomfort and the fear that goes along with that dismantling of people going, but where am I going to get yes. my next iPhone from? Where am I going to get my gas from? Where am I going to get my power from? I don't from? have. Who's going to protect me from people I don't want to have to shoot? People will not cooperate with each other for their own mutual benefit without government putting a gun to their head. Fucking no way. And I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't <coughs> I don't share some of that trepidation. You know Same. what I mean? Like, cause I'm, I'm right here in the it's fucking system experiment. with you guys. Yeah, no so shit. I, I don't, don't want to place myself on a pedestal being yeah. like, I could do it, you pussies. Yeah, I have you know? no like, idea. I just know that some <laughs> of this stuff seems real bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have I any ties to any type of religion. I don't want any ties to the government. Mm-mm. 
but the if I was to ever get married again in my life, the only purpose that it would be for is on some sort of insurance purpose because you have to be married in order to carry somebody on your insurance. Right. You're married. Which is, which is a contract through the government, which I think is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You're married as much as you can be married to the person you're with right now as far as what you're heart wants and what your brain likes and stuff like that i'm right, sure right. i'm speaking for you but i mean blah, blah blah you have a good relationship it doesn't matter uh we should i love the ducks having a piece of surprise Polly, you're married <laughs> yeah yeah there you go you walked around the fire three times and you're married gotcha but bitch there's the doug stanhope thing where it's like one of his things he's like man baby this thing we got together so good we got to get the government in on this shit you know it's like yeah why right. why uh, so they can take your money, and that's it. Yeah. So we don't want to I'm, take people's money. I'm vehemently opposed to that. Like, if I if I truly cared about somebody enough that I wanted to deeply involve them in every aspect of my life for the foreseeable future, the last thing I would want to do is try to make some kind of fucking like stuff it in a box that was made for me mm-hmm. that gave somebody else oversight over aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Why? That seems like a fucking awful thing to do to yeah, somebody you that take you claim power to love so much. Away from yourselves in these situations right. every time. I mean. And when, when you go and get a divorce, holy shit. The nature of relationships in general, whether it's friendships or romantic relationships, is the more you try to define them and put a label on them, the cheaper they tend to feel. No shit. And then when you're writing it on a tax form, it's like, this is, feels cheap. Yeah. Like, how much are you worth to me, wife? <laughs> it's like, right. oh, well, and God. on top of the fact that the reality is, I mean, you know, monogamy in general is a societal uh, contract, but it's not natural to our what we are as animals. And that's why a, a lot of marriages dissolve because people grow in different directions or one grows and the other one doesn't grow and they go away and the government capitalizes off of that they do well the whole thing is how much money do they make off that i wonder we should see if there's like a i mean they're not trying to make a a profit they just do stuff right so it's punishment yeah (laughs) well there's uh the whole thing is so silly on the face of it like it's not you don't even have to look far to see and i'm not saying that the commitment the nature of the commitment is silly that's the good part in my opinion but it's all of the all of the bureaucracy that goes along with it in our system is so fucking silly and i to make a specific example of this my brother's gonna be moving down here and uh he's engaged to his girlfriend who lives here Two and, wonderful folk. Yeah, and they're, I mean, she's been my best friend for a long time, and, uh, and I mean, he's my brother, so I want the best for him, obviously, but I got, they, they, they share a lot of our feelings on this subject matter, and so I got ordained from a website. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Fight the power. Me, it took me about 10 minutes. Fight the power. <laughs> and uh, and then I paid them 50 bucks to send me notarized copies of everything I need to file with the state so that so that I actually can legally marry them. Well, every one of you can do this and, too, by the way. You're all I'm, Discordian popes. I'm going to do that, and it's just going to be like us us three and a couple of witnesses probably and that's it and if they want to have a reception type thing you know later like actually have some kind of a ceremony just to celebrate it mm-hmm. which i imagine they probably will knowing the two of them and i'm i'm like fuck yeah have a party you that's exactly that's the only good part of a wedding is the reception yeah <laughs> you know? it's the, the drunk happy friends <laughs> right yeah but but as far as just getting the shit done that needs to get done, they were like, let's have it as fucking low maintenance and in our tight knit circle as we possibly can. And that just turned into 
me getting ordained and jumping through some silly hoops and they sent me a fucking card for my wallet as right. part of my welcome you a, kit. You get like, a, I could talk I to like God and marry you with God card. I want to go to like the nightclub downtown and be like, oh, you clearly don't know who I am. Do you have to pay I'm, taxes I'm a still now? <laughs> yeah, I don't you know. Claim your own church. <laughs> right. You should walk around with like the, the little collar on they or, or pick, pick yeah, a religious That website I went through, garb. they have like a web store that sells like the garbs <laughs> like no the fucking garb and oh, the robes and it's shit. so hard to become a preacher like, or it's a very obvious like, that they're kind of like thumbing their nose at it but i think that's part of what i love about it yeah. you know it's like and i mean no no shade to somebody who wants to have the whole you know the official aspect of it but you can do that and approach it with reverence depending on your beliefs or you know the your shared values without involving the bureaucracy i'm not anti-ceremony you know? by any means oh, i'm yeah. not anti-ceremony at all you, we, you should celebrate the Fact, that's good what's for us. that humans love ritual and it's good for us Sorry. yeah yeah i, I think it's that. fantastic but there is no place for government in marriage or divorce period no right it we're kind of i figured you would just appreciate that especially zach because yeah. it's like a little stroke of anarchy it's like yeah. okay i'll play your stupid game <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it i am father shaden now <laughs> <laughs> i love that i think all of us should do that too we'll marry you guys if you want it's uh Fifteen hundred dollars. One step closer to the cult, you guys. I'm yeah. ordained. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The I think snowball continues. <laughs> uh, speaking of the cult, the cult of the curious. I think Dan's ordained too. Yeah, uh, he, did, he did that same thing. Well, Monique's, Monique's ordained is, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I I went down the pathway. Uh, like that was part of the silly thing that my mom signed me up for, but I didn't finish it. And it would have been ten minutes on the course. Yeah. I just didn't get to that part of the <laughs> right. course or whatever. But that was one of the things you got from it was. You get to do that. But anyway, it was so weird before I got to that. And I'm not even going to get into it. If I had a lot of disposable income, I would just want to like buy a big fucking boat and be like on my ship. Oh, I'm captain on my ship and I, I can marry people at sea. Fuck yeah. That's Ron Hubbardish, but still good. <laughs> Who's driving the boat when you're doing that? That's my concern. Uh, right. I like, the, I like the idea of you, doing. It's not on a road. Just point it somewhere where there's nothing. <laughs> right. Exactly. Just, you got about an hour before this thing goes off. <laughs> right. so Let's get to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's not get too drunk tonight. Um, but I thought for Sovereign, just way off on a tangent, but uh, we want to do Sovereign City in the future. I mean, we still do very much so. Yeah. We're, we're working on these things to make this like big festival of Sovereign Wasteland world and stuff. And uh, Monique and I both like the idea of all of us, the ones of us that are ordained, doing weddings and stuff as part of that event have like three oh, yeah. or four and have Some a big fucking yes go. that would be so fun that'd be so fun if people are spending all this money on weddings anyway we'll be cheaper Dude, and it'll be more fun your wife and i teaming up on a marriage would be so fucking intimidating that would be, that would be fucking awesome be super tight. <laughs> like, oh my god I, you all know. decked out in our garb just oh, like dude. just straight in amara up there fucking <laughs> be like ah. you will treat each other with <laughs> respect <laughs> like we are going to for sure i will think of this holy fuck that guy's got an owl mask <laughs> All right. Uh, so obviously, we we spent quite a bit of time talking about basically no, absolutely no government in marriage, and that would put an end to the debate over you know and call it whatever the fuck right. you want. Yeah, I mean, down but I will say, yeah. but, but, but <laughs> not to, not to be confused with if you want church, if that if that's your thing, and you want your church involved in your marriage, outstanding, do your thing. That's right. That uh, doesn't bother me. Uh, dictatorship of the proletariat is proletariat <laughs> is what we've decided. Uh, no, no, absolutely not. All right, unfuck our lives, Jeff. That is our new official segment for what Jeff does. Unfuck yourself towards can the you, end of the can show. You spell that for me. Is that kind of U N P H U C K? Unfuck yourself, but I want you to unfuck me. You unfuck me. 
I'm not going to unfuck myself. You unfuck yeah, me. Well, see, here's the thing. That's, I spent a lifetime. out my ass. First off, I'm, I'm going to go off on that a little bit. Okay. I spent a lifetime of thinking that I had the ability to unfuck people's lives. And you no. know what I learned? Not, not I was full of fucking shit. Oh. I don't. Surprise. However, <laughs> well done. your life is your responsibility, and it is your responsibility to unfuck your shit. There you go. However. Well, I gave you a softball. Throughout throughout you life, you, you, uh, sla- you thrashed me in town yeah. square. <laughs> throughout, throughout life, uh, you know, people learn things uh, from and and have some tips on maybe how to do that. Let's hear them. I want to so, hear this just shit. This is a tip, though. I'm, I'm it, not ready for it. These yeah, are maybe no maybe just things that would nuts. be th- things to think about about life. Um, having the courage to be disliked is an underrated superpower. Yeah. I'm not great at that. I don't think I'm like, please like me. God damn. I'd no. rather be able yeah. to teleport, but you know. I think I'm pretty, yeah. I, I think I'm pretty good at it. I'd rather talk to the fishes. I don't know. Yeah. I'd take Aquaman's power over that. But yeah. Um, that's all we got on that. I don't know. Uh, say say one more time to refresh the juices in my brain. We have having to get our smartassery out first. It's, it's the rule. Yeah. <laughs> having, the, having the courage to be disliked is an underrated superpower. In other words, not giving a shit what other people say gives you a lot of power and helps you continue on the course of where you're going because if you are so worried about other people's opinions and what they're going to think about you you might have some really good ideas or be on a really good path but somebody that you know is negative towards what you're doing simply working out is is a great example of that you know of somebody that you has been your friend for years and you've been out drinking and partying with them and suddenly now you're cutting them off and going hey well i'm gonna go to the gym i'm taking care of myself and that's hurting their feelings and they start bashing you because you're so worried about their opinion you may stop your course of action to improve yourself just to not upset upset them and be right back where you were and then you no. how, what goes on with your life you 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 don't advance so yeah. i think that Courage also implies not necessarily that you don't give a fuck what people think of you, but it's being brave enough to act in spite of that. You know, act based on your conviction convictions in spite of that, even knowing that it may likely make somebody think less of you or not like you, right. you know, or change their opinion yeah. of you. Uh, if, yeah. if you if you aren't the if you aren't the villain in somebody's life, you are not living correctly. Yeah, for sure. That's just the way it That's is. A good quote. And I mean there's a uh, you gotta you gotta pay attention to because like your example is poignant, Jeff, but also like it you can you're still capable of maintaining your friendships when you make changes in your life, you know? Like you get like if somebody's like hey let's you know let's go hang out uh, or we're having this you were going to karaoke at the bar just because you're not drinking doesn't mean that you can't go and spend time with your friends either i agree with that so so and that's not running counter to your point that's just making a distinction to where it's just like don't don't go so far the other direction that you're like i'm doing what i want and fuck everybody else you know it's just like you got to find the you got to find the balance we're going to get on this later probably next episode i had a whole thing that i want to talk about on that Actually. All right, I'll shut up. So, <laughs> um, I had a thing too. Just no, move. You shut up go too. No, 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 no. Go. No, I got nothing. I got nothing. Okay. Well, read it one more time. <laughs> Having the courage to be disliked is an underrated superpower. No, it's not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, you're, you're telling you're telling that that quote is you, but yeah, I'm repeating it's, something it's, someone else course, said on of this. Course. To three podcast hosts. I mean, and we're whatever size. Uh, we've already made our okay, like. People don't like us. There's people that have listened to the show and are like, fuck you. There's people that we know that are like, oh, nice. that's how Shaden thinks? Nice. Fuck him. Hate me more. But you've decided already to, to be okay. But Put I still- your tears in a jar and send it to me. <laughs> I'll drink them and become more powerful. <laughs> but I know that we all have like, just to 
varying degrees. It still bothers us when somebody says something publicly, like about, like in our situation, uh, about podcasting, it I would does. imagine. Especially if I like them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Those kind of things. So it's like, it's like, a weird. But you were the chosen one, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> you were my brother. <laughs> but, you know, it's one of those weird things where, I mean, we've already decided it's like, it doesn't matter. What people say, even, I mean, unless it's like they're catching you on something that you shouldn't have said and, and was ridiculous and you should bow down and leave society or whatever. But in general, you don't stop doing what we're, we're not going to stop doing what we're doing because of people's opinions. Yeah. I likely. certainly may defend yeah. my position uh, as to, you know, whether it be I said something. Right. Or, or we might learn something publicly. Like what right. I'm doing. Yeah. Um, or I might put a sack of dog shit on your porch and light it on fire. But it isn't going to make me, <laughs> it isn't going to make me stop doing what I'm doing just because I hurt somebody else's feelings. Or if they, necessarily. or if they're trying to hurt your feelings. Like, I right. mean, I'm sensitive to that kind of stuff where it's like, yeah, why didn't, why isn't, I didn't think this was as funny as this, or this is, you know, this could be better here or that. I mean, I don't read these things, but those are the examples of what could be. And it's like, Oh, how I much rem- does that matter? Because there's a part of us that really wants to please other people, especially in the of- entertainment field. Like, I want you guys to come to my show, and I don't want a single person to leave and be like, "Yeah, he kind of just found that in. It's not my style." I want them to be like, "Fuck, pitchy. that was the best." Right? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> or me, when I'm they super listen to podcast, I don't want them to be like, "Well, he just found in that last little skit or whatever." It's like, no, that was all the best I could do. That's the best <laughs> I could do. And if it's you know, whatever. well, I can think of two different incidents that y- you've had art. That it was a song that I'm like, yeah, that one's not my favorite, and you, you were you were hurt by it. Oh yeah, I'm like, but you're you out of my life. It. I cut you out of my yeah, life. But you wanted an honest opinion, and I gave. No, it to I you. didn't. Like, You'll never hear me say that. <laughs> you never heard me say that to you ever. Lie to me. Tell me about how you think of my song. You'll never hear me say that. That was you offering your opinion on my song, not wanted. I'm still upset about it. <laughs> Do you care? No one. Cares. If it's when you bring a song to the to the band and they're like, and we start playing it, and then we keep playing it, you're like, they like it. It's yeah. funny because if you they don't. Up, they don't like it. Yeah. That's it. It's funny is you made the song better after that too. Nah. Yeah, you did. And then when you're, yeah, when you're skits, and I always said it was, ah, that one's not my favorite, but I understand the premise of it. Right. And you got cut out of my life after yeah. that. And yeah. I was like, and you know what? Talk for I, six months. I'm surprised you were allowed in the house today. Because uh, <laughs> you care too much about other people's feelings. No, I, I, I choose to surround myself with people that are yes men. Period. <laughs> that's that's a problem. Me Just and President Z. Blow air up my skirt. That's or all you I want. Be gone. <laughs> no, so I'm, anyway, I'm, always op- I'm always open for criticism. The so number one Even... was totally for you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he was thinking to me when he typed it out or wrote it down or whatever. I'm just going to fire this across your bow. See I want sounds. you to know this. Number two is for you, too. Okay. If you let their compliments go to your head, then their criticism will likely hurt your heart. Aw. You think I have a, a, a soft heart? Well, you just kind of mentioned. That's not for me. I, I'm a kind dude. Like, I, don't, I mean, have you listened to my show? I don't give a fuck. Bro. It just happened. That's not for me. I think all I did. cleverly laid trap. There was no was. correct answer for you, Zach. That's fair. <laughs> but I think I, I, I put my point out there pretty, pretty uh, lucid. So, you know, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. No. I don't care what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a person and I get emotional if, uh, yeah, I, I do want to please people. That is the problem with being an artist. It's like, or entertainer, I guess. If you come and, you know, if I'm playing a song for you at a campfire, I I hope you like it. But if you come to a show or if you tune into my show, it's like, I really want to, I want to please myself. I want it to be the best it could be. That's all I'm trying to do. But I don't want you to to leave and be like, I hate that. But I don't care also. That's the thing. Like, that's the weird double-edged sword of what we're doing or 
the duality of what we're doing. It's like, I can't really care if you're like, I've listened to you for 50 episodes and now I hate you. It's like, okay, I'm sorry, but whatever. Well, I think it, <laughs> this is, you know, you can't let the compliments go to your head any more than you can let the criticisms go to I your don't, head. I don't feel like I accept compliments. I'm, I, I'm not saying yeah. that you do. I was just really kind of fucking with you about Yeah, that. I know that. But, but that's that's why I feel like that one <laughs> was different because I, I, don't, I don't like compliments that much. Accept uh, compliments with humility yeah. and accept criticism with discernment. Shit, yeah. yeah. I try and learn stuff for sure. Jeff made my song better. Did you hear him? <laughs> no, you made your song better. <laughs> Thanks to you. Because you wanted to please me. <laughs> Which was your point, you controlling son of a bitch. <laughs> this one's kind of long. All right. You teach people how to treat you based on the way that you walk, talk, the energy that you exude, the behavior that you tolerate. Uh, and the and the behavior that you tolerate. Ooh. So if you don't like the way that you're being treated, then you're a shitty teacher. Mm, shitty I think te- this is about boundaries. I love the yeah. word exude. That is a good word. Yeah. It's like desecrate. So yeah. I think this is about boundaries. If, if that you, exudes if you, desecration. <laughs> if you're constantly feeling like somebody's treating you like shit, first off, why are you around that person? Yeah. What you accept, I really like how that was worded. Yeah, uh, and, and, and you know, I was fell victim to this myself, really, in my personal life for a lot of years. We've but, all been, accept, yeah. we've all accepted really unacceptable behavior in our lives yeah. for extended periods. Yeah. And I did recognize that it was my fault. I, I You know, that person is a shitty person, but it's my fault for allowing it to happen and, and, and not enforcing the boundaries that I should have enforced. And I've done that, uh, you know, a lot of within my personal life, as opposed to my professional life, uh, mostly because of my, per- my personal life, I, I made so many decisions for people in my professional life that by the time I got to my personal life, the short amount that I had, I didn't want to make decisions. You're like, what do you want to eat? You're like, don't, I don't, like I don't food. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me, t- you know, tell me what I'm going to do, I guess pretty much. Yeah. And, uh, got myself trampled on by a lot of people. Yeah. For a long time, for a long time in my life. Yeah. Well, you do. I know it's a long one again. We read it one more time. Yeah. You teach people how to treat you based on the way that you walk, talk, the energy that you exude, and the behavior that you tolerate. So, if you don't like the way that you're being treated, then you're a shitty teacher. So, yeah. Who's treating somebody differently because of the way they walk? <laughs> You can tell by the way I use my <laughs> You can tell by the way I can I tell talk the way the he walks. Place, don't wear no he, he's a whore. He's a <laughs> slut. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't stop people from acting like shitty people and treating you like shit. But you can absolutely choose not to tolerate it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I like that one though. That was a that was an interesting little thought. That takes different forms too. Like you can, I mean, that might just be as simple as being like, "Hey, dude, don't fucking talk to me like that." Like it could be just simply like setting an expectation, like "Don't fuck it, I don't, I don't like that," or it could be like, "You're not gonna change, and I don't want to deal with that." So, hasta la vista. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but sometimes it takes a long time to get to that yeah, point. For sure. Yeah, and sometimes it should, you know. All right, number four: the more you force a relationship, the more likely you are to break up. I think oh. that. Yeah. It's tried and true, and everybody's probably done it at some point yeah, in their life. This is a romantic never relationship. Never be forcing any relationship. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But how many times do you have people found themselves oh, where it's all good for that six months, and then all of a sudden the red flags start popping up, and they're just like, oh boy, I want it back to where hell it was. So they try harder and harder and harder, and, and then it just turns into this just god-awful catastrophe and you know sometimes even by six months people are so deep into it that they they really have a difficult time getting out for sure there does seem like there's one little 
side thing where it's like, well, the kids. If there's kids involved. Well, in six months, if there's kids, that's kind of strange. Well, that's impossible. But, but yeah, but I mean, <laughs> for the, but it didn't say six months in your no, thing. No, no, no. Okay. Just in, in my, your, in yeah, yeah. So well, I'm just throwing it out there as a. News, you're right. News after flash, nine months or so. Right. News flash to anyone who hasn't figured it out yet. The early days of any relationship are not indicative of the way that it's going to go long term. Normally, no, I would say that. Because both of you are fucking faking things. Absolutely. And that's just the way it is. <laughs> I would try say not that to. Okay. Until, it's, it's, find it's, a it's, like, until it's now. okay. Like try not to, but like you, it's natural to want to impress each other yeah, while you're yeah, still yeah. connecting. So it's just kind of a, it's just kind of a side effect of the the nature of the beast. But <laughs> yeah, just but uh, the less when you, when, you, you when you hit a point where you're like starting to see all these red flags and you're going, well, I just wanted to be back to the way that it was. Well, this is probably the way that it that, was. That, it was just yeah. dressed up before. So yeah, maybe just. True. That was a lot more sexy stock, time in the beginning. In <laughs> that's all. You guys didn't know shit about each other. That's a problem. All right. Yes, I'm a pessimist. Yes, I'm also right. <laughs> no. That doesn't make you right. No, you're right. I'm right. You could okay. be right. I think this one's more of an in general. Again, there's 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 people uh, that are in your lives that, well, hopefully you'll shake them out with this. Uh, but when you are mentally and emotionally healthy, then you are a- then you're able to bring out the best in everyone around you. Therefore, putting yourself first is the most selfless thing that you can do. Hmm. I agree with this in the in the fact that, again, throughout my life, I, I spent so much time addressing other people's problems and trying to help them fix their stuff and thinking that I had the ability to do that, that I had ran my tank empty. I, I wasn't really taking care of myself. And then finally there was some things you that happened. sucked is what you're saying. Yeah. There was, I, there was some, finally some things that happened in my life, uh, that made me recognize, Oh, I need to work on me and, and, and fix some things. And, and then it was sought by those other people that I was being selfish. No, I, I, I had to get selfish to fix myself so I could better help people in their lives. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? It's it, your responsibility to do the things that you need to do. No one else will do it. And if you expect right. other people to do it, you're really right. But it, asking way too much of the universe. But if you have a motivation to truly want to help people help themselves, you have to take that time to help you so you have the energy so really taking care of yourself is very selfless because it allows you to have the energy to help other people i think so i mean you got to clean your own room before you can clean other people's rooms right or clean the world or whatever well more to the point if you're not you know whatever there's a number of analogies you can put at put to it like okay let's put four or five out there if you're not if you're not sh- sharpening your sword first, you're not going to be effective in fighting the battle for somebody else. Yeah. If you're like not, that. if you're not caring for your tools, they're not going to perform well when you apply them to your trade. Yeah. You know, uh, you is that get, about my you, guitar? You, you Fuck get you. The, <laughs> <laughs> take care of your guitar now. <laughs> if, uh, and, and wrap your cables properly. <laughs> but I refuse. The uh, the the point being, at the essence of all of that shit, is exactly what you what you're laying out there, Jeff. Is if you don't if you don't have your shit in order and squared away to at least a certain degree then you're not going to be of any use to anybody anyway and trying to trying to you know manufacture that in the moment you might have limited success with but it's going to come at a cost and you're not going to be as effective as you would have been if you had actually taken time to situate yourself and there's a whole huge difference in doing things for other people like literally and physically to make their lives better versus showing them how to do it and if you're trying to lead by example if you're not 
taking that time to be selfish, selfish, so you can be selfless. It, they don't they don't have an example to follow. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm going with that. So again, these are all not my words. I stole this off of a, a thing, but Dave, I agree with it. And, you plagiarist bastard! No, it's not that. It's it's they're good principles, and I just kind of wanted to break. Jeff them said down. he did all this himself. That's not what I said. <laughs> he's a phony. This is from his book. He she's called he's a Don't be cunts. That's not what I said. Don't start. Don't start saying that shit. That's not true. <laughs> clip this only. Clip this he's part. He's a phony, and now he's faking outrage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <figures. laughs> Jeff's gonna hit me. Fuck yeah. This is getting MMA style in this house okay stop focusing on the goal and start focusing on becoming the type of person that can actually achieve the goal again yeah, i agree okay. with this 100 it's nice to know what the goal is but if you're constantly you you have to you have to continuously work all the steps to get to that goal mm-hmm. and if you're just looking at the goal you're not going to be doing the steps therefore you you're probably not going to succeed in that right. goal 75 hard is a fantastic example of that i mean 75 days if you're looking at the 75 days you're going to quit i mean you're just flat out going to quit if you're like i've only got say oh i've only got what do we got i don't even know the math on it right now we're on what 18 19 20 19? I don't know I don't know I say it every day on the on the Facebooks and we got 55 more days <laughs> we got a lot of days um, but you know if I'm if, I, if my only goal was just to get to that 75th day I'm not going to make it it's 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 about developing the, the the principles and going through the literal steps of it mm-hmm. to create the person that can actually make it that far yeah I like that I, I think that's, that's a pretty personal thing that's gonna that takes some time and some work to come figure out but that's kind of what we were talking about earlier about knowing where things happen knowing where your food comes from knowing how the world works knowing what it takes you might not know but trying to figure it out kind of thing that that one's kind of an extension of the one before it too I feel like it is, like yeah. it's, it is. it's it's an extrapolation from it um, hmm. I think uh, we should make uh, some merch in our store that is a bunch of posters of Jeff in various whimsical situations and we'll make them just like those motivational posters that everybody's seen in a fucking workplace at some point like the, the little yeah. cat, cat hanging on the branch yeah, hanging yeah. there <laughs> <laughs> and just like like put some I'm of in. these put some of these like li- these little nuggets of wisdom on there but just ma- just like have Jeff like fucking <laughs> hanging from Zach's car like, one, of my, ah! one of my favorites son <laughs> that sounds is, good uh, <laughs> I'd never give up and it's this frog halfway down a pelican's throat and he's just and he's his strangling arms the, are the, just yeah. strangling it. Yeah. yeah. That's a great one. Now, how do we remake that one with Jeff somehow? We have a toothpick stuck halfway down his throat. That's a real, that's a real a, worry for us toothpick guys. <laughs> like a, a garbage disposal, some real like car, a garbage compactor or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You got to wear um, your short shorts though. Absolutely. Right. The shorter, the better. Yeah. And somebody asked me, like, how many followers have you got since you were wearing those shorts? I'm like, I don't know, like 200. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, ah, that seems reasonable. Short, shorts yeah. for life. Uh, you're not happier when you have. Uh, let me try that again. You are not happier when you have everything you wanted. You are happiest when you're in the process of getting what you want and things are going well. Okay. In other yeah, words, the, the journey. journey. Yeah. It's a, and it, that is so true. Absolutely. I, I find it to be totally true. The, the happiest I've ever been in my life has just been like, I get to do this today. And it's not the end. It's just, you know, it's the means. <laughs> the means are the fun part right. to get to the end, I guess. The right. end is like your death is what it feels like. I know there's goals and stuff like that, but for me, my life feels like 
there's no end goal that I'm really going for. You know, I guess be able to touch my toes and it's about getting I'm up 70, every day and going 80. through a process and learning and, yeah. and and literally enjoying that. And and you get you get fruits of your labor as well, which is fantastic and and, and an ultimate goal, for right? Sure. Yeah. Um, but it's not. I mean, honestly, I'm one of those kind of people where if I've got enough food for the day and I have the things that I want, to, I have the time to do what I want to do. And everybody around me is pretty much content, you know, and they'll leave me the fuck alone so I can do what I want to do. Uh, I'm just like, yep, that's, yeah, you're I don't in your know. zone. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, the journey has always been the happiest part. Yep. And I love being frustrated about something and, and literally sitting and thinking, oh, what, what is it? What, what is it that I have to learn about this? What, what is it that I have left to learn? There's something that I'm missing yeah. and I can't wait to figure it out because right now I'm super frustrated, but I know it's coming. And, and having the wherewithal to understand that, I, I think, is really big. And it, it, it helps me quite a bit, you know. It doesn't mean that every day is fucking peachy. Right. But, you know, it, it does help me a lot. Yeah. Looking to know at, that something else is coming. Yeah. Looking at life, like, it's always helped me. The stoicism, a lot of the those points of view are helpful where you're like, here's this terrible thing in my life, but it, you can think about it as a thing that is a catalyst for good kind of thing. So, I don't know. I've always thought that that's... Being able to flip the perspective on things has always been the helpful little trick. Uh, anyway. And kind of what I just said ties into number eight, and it's, I think, where everybody struggles. Um, not giving a fuck about things that you can't control is the foundation of inner peace, and that's what we all search for is an inner peace. And it is, for me, particularly coming from a law enforcement standpoint where I was the one making decisions on everything, and I, I, was, I was brought into people's homes and huge situations to be the one that was in control. And when there's something that I don't have that kind of control of an outcome, uh, it can be super frustrating mm -hmm. and uh, really unsettling. But that's when I get into like, I, okay, there, there's something here for me to learn yet. And I don't know what it is and I'm waiting and I'm going to ride this out to figure out what it is. Uh, and it'll come. And, and I know that I'm going to appreciate this down, down the line. Mm -hmm. This struggle means something. And, and it's, and I, and I strongly believe that any struggle, there's something positive on the end of that. As always less. And maybe I'm fucked up. Maybe I'm totally wrong, but that's how I feel. You know, you're not wrong about that. A lot of people learn best through struggle. Uh, I think I it's mean, the only you, way you, you certainly learn adversity is the only thing that can t really teach you. We learn not to touch this hot stove real quick, you mm -hmm. know, and the life is a whole bunch of hot stoves where you're like, Oh fuck, I can't do that again. Oh shit. Don't talk to that guy. Oh fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, most of, most of what I do and, you know, taking, trying to take care of myself physically and mentally is really, it, it's not to live this inner peace necessarily It's to be prepared for the next time I get kicked in the nuts. Yeah. So to speak, you know, proverbially speaking, be able to ride, thing be able to ride that, that foot <laughs> in the nuts real well. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like try your best. It's like a buck and bronco. It's like, okay, it's right in the nuts. It hurts. It's but just, I can make it hurt a little less over here. If I, a lot of life is one we just live from one catastrophe to another. And you know, the, the, obviously the better that you take care of yourself and the more experience that you have in dealing with catastrophe, yeah, the better that you do when you're in the middle of one. I love the word catastrophe too. <laughs> it's French. They <laughs> pronounce it catastrophe. You know. I mean, that's all I got on that. Those are some ways to maybe uh, un unfuck yourself. I love, uh, thank you for that. And we've got a segue into your next thing that will kind of head into that. 
Astrophe, like cata- catastrophe <laughs> has the word aster in it, it does. which is star, which is a, a this is Michael Tessarian throughout this shit. He's like, it's, it's about the Star Wars double, never, I'm not even going to <laughs> double suns. It's it a also, real symbolism. It also has the word ass in it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. But our, whoever came up with that word knew that the, the suns exploded and that we came from Stargate. That's a really dumb conspiracy that's going to gonna resonate some, with zero percent of the some listeners. some kind of merch play on uh catasterisk like a, <laughs> with the like kitty a butthole. really horrible kitty butthole is a catasterisk <laughs> it's a good great at these is that like a like trial it's got like an anal fissure is that what prolapsed <laughs> one, of the, one of this one of the points on the asterisk is just like missing <laughs> <laughs> that would throw me it's off a catasterisk. My, i would have a hard time with that <laughs> yeah it's just geometri- geometrically off like yeah. <laughs> All right. This is advice that we give ourselves. And this is Jeff. uh, And this kind of goes with the unfuck yourself thing. Uh, Do the right thing. Acknowledge your mistakes. And just another list. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's just something I wrote many, many moons ago. (laughs) Acknowledge your mistakes and bad decisions, but don't live there. It's okay to reflect, be upset with yourself, even more in a bit. But then you have to redirect and move forward, move forward and put it behind you. And remember but learn from the but learn and act from it in other words you know just when bad shit happens or or you fail at something it's it's okay to sit and take a little time and 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 examine what happened but you can't stay there too long you have to once once you feel satisfied with that or even before you feel satisfied for it just understand it's part of life and then you got to move forward and figure out what you're going to do from there. Right. Yeah. Sit with it, but don't allow it to trap you. Yeah. And Shaden prisoner. talks about this a lot. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. And lean into it, walk into the trouble and get it over with. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't think I've said this many ways already on the podcast, but I'll reiterate because I don't feel that I can say it enough because <laughs> uh, nobody ever listens to me. I'm Fucking. But it's, it's never wisdom to shy away from. uncomfortable things you know so if you if you are faced with a situation that you feel a certain way about or you have a certain amount of guilt about or it's just something that is simply uncomfortable to you for whatever reason it behooves you to take the time to fucking sit with that give it a little bit of validity and and work with it uh so that you can move forward because if you don't then you not only do you miss out on a on a lesson that you could have learned and a bit of growth that you could have attained, but there's a very high probability that something just like it will come down the pike again in the future and it'll fuck you over again mm-hmm. just as hard because you didn't take the time to sit down and sit with it the first time and and develop some some coping mechanisms and some insight into it and some ability to roll with it and continue to move forward. And that kind of falls into, you know, <clears throat> that intentionally making yourself uncomfortable every day. I mean, mm-hmm. when you do that, you, you're more prepared for, for uncomfortable situations. They don't have to be parallel to what the uncomfortable, what the inten- intentional uncomfortableness is, but it does, your body goes through the same stresses, whether it be a mental uncomfortableness or a physical uncomfortableness, it, your body still responds to it the same way. 
Hmm. Yeah. So put your hand on the stove every day, once yeah. a day. Just how you learn. Yeah, just <laughs> try and get. You got to get used to discomfort a little bit longer <laughs> every day. And eventually you'll have a superpower. No, please don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. We and, don't. And hold your pee until it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the good advice continues. <laughs> Rocking and rolling. <laughs> All right. Well, that's let's do the right thing. It makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Do that, the right thing. That leads us to our very last segment, and we are at the end of the ride. Uh, but there's still a bunch of little loop-de-loops, it seems, at the end. And yeah. this is about a, th- a thing that Shaden learned called Black Rock. Oh, God. And you may have heard this shit in the news. This seems like a serial thing. We're going to get all serials. Mm. Yeah, it is. Okay. So, <laughs> sorry, guys. Normally, I try to do the things I learned <laughs> with something that's like, oh, wow, that's fascinating or fun or cool or some shit. But uh, I this, this time, it's just something that... Uh, disturbs me and kind of pisses me off and I I have learned a lot about it recently and I feel like you guys should know too so you're welcome in advance so BlackRock Incorporated uh, for anybody who's not familiar BlackRock is a massive um, investment firm and they own a controlling interest in a stupid amount of large companies like for example small mom and pop shops such as Google, (laughs) Apple, Tesla Facebook, Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman. So Illuminati scum is where the list goes on. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying I'm not saying that they that they just have some shares of like they are the market for these companies, right? Uh, that's a little bit nefarious in and of itself, just because it's a huge concentration of power and wealth that mm-hmm. is like. What do they do? What are they up to? So what are they interested in? They're, yeah, and some of what they're up to has been made abundantly clear recently um, because the uh, arms that we that the United States has sent to Ukraine, which has consisted of a whole lot of missiles, which is kind of the crux of this, but there's been a lot of other things as well, but... Uh, the arms and resources that were sent to Ukraine to help them with their war effort are being replenished uh, by companies that uh, that Lockheed Martin is is reaping all the profits on. So right. essentially, I mean, and that's no shock to anybody really who's been paying any amount of attention. That's just the military industrial complex. Right. Not There's to, only not so many dismiss, missile companies. Not to dismiss the shittiness of it. You know, like right. it's still it's it's deplorable behavior in my opinion. If but, you step back, it's like it looks. <clears throat> very bad right you know and so it's like but then but then comes the twist here and uh the twist is the there has been a deal struck with the uh ceo of blackrock and um president Zelensky of ukraine uh, to build shit back in ukraine that has been damaged or disrupted by the war and wouldn't you know it all the companies that have been contracted to do that and profit from it are BlackRock. That's why the deal was brokered with BlackRock and not these companies directly. So to really zero in on the crux of the issue, this is how it went down. BlackRock financed all the weapons that went to Ukraine that we sent them and then turned around and brokered a deal to help rebuild all the shit (laughs) 
that was being wrecked by and they're not only dealing weapons to ukraine right for anybody else who's not paying attention right. so just factor that into your equation here not the only customer <clears throat> um Perhaps but then, even but then the they're turning order. around and they're turning a massive profit on the rebuilding of all that shit that they contributed to happening in the first place mm-hmm. and who's paying for all that doing it with all of our money. Oh, well, like, that's this a twist. Like, Weird. Like, like, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, it's not like BlackRock just made a bunch of money selling popsicles and they're deciding to spend it on this shit, which would be their prerogative. BlackRock is literally getting all this money from taxes that were paid to the U.S. government because the U.S. government included all this shit into a couple of spending bills mm-hmm. that were approved. And they, the, they were bills approved for other shit, and this just kind of got stuffed in there. So anyway, back to the sports. <laughs> uh, what I would like to think about is the footballs currently going on. And that's that's a, that's a common reaction. Yeah, <laughs> it's it funny, is. as amusing as that is, that's a common reaction. Wow. And I get it because it's like, it's big shit. It's high level shit. And like, as a dude who's sitting here reading about it, it's just like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do about that? And that's a good fucking question. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still a question worth asking. I can't what, remember who... What can you do about it? Right. <laughs> Stop paying your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ooh, we're just, gone. Get, get, just kidding. I can't remember I'm who it was. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I can't remember if it was Rockefeller or maybe it was a past Federal Reserve chairman or it was a, it was a banker of some kind. Or, uh, but they're like, if, if people knew how... If the normal people knew how the banking system works, there would be a overthrow of the government the next day maybe. by morning i think maybe is the quote. <laughs> you're right maybe we do put up with a lot of shit we put up a lot with a lot of shit in our personal life like we talked about earlier today mm-hmm. about we'll just put up with badass behavior for a long time and we'll certainly put up with badass we behavior with, with our IRS. government and our society <laughs> yes we do say less do, i know <laughs> see, see all the bots are crawling all over this podcast now they're like oh dear yep. audit audit they said irs and missiles and BlackRock. now we just gotta Ukraine. say covid holy and shit now we gotta what say else? vaccines <laughs> shit stop <laughs> alex <laughs> jones alex jones oh no andrew tate fuck we're fucked yep all right. Well, well this has folks, been a fun final episode of Just Right. <laughs> we made it to 30. That's better than our ancestors did a lot of them. Yep, yep. So, fucking A. For if we were a medieval peasant, we lived a good life. <laughs> we did. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think we're going to start to slow down the ride. That was a lot of twists and turns. It was. Uh, I felt good. I'm not going to throw up. But, uh, we've, I felt like throwing up after many better. of these rides. Yeah, I, my motion sickness is better. This ride was a little more on the serious side as compared to Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, production values. Were I had a little good time though. Whack. I had a good time. I did too. I did as well. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, just a ride pod at gmail.com is how you get a hold of us. I believe it that's is. how you tell us about it's things. Just a ride pod. You can visit us at Patreon and throw us money to help us create more things and get more gear and uh, continue to grow and all that stuff. Our Patreon's just a ride pod too. I think. I think something. so. You're all ride pods. I'm. I'm calling all of you ride pods. Well, Everybody's fine. a ride pod. A I'm ride a ride pod. pod. You're a ride pod. What's that song? All, I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. Because we're all dudes. Hey, why are you looking at me like pod. that? Don't pretend you're like you don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> you Canadians are weird. <laughs> you guys never saw a Good Burger? Is that? Oh, no. Yeah, actually. Yeah, come on now. Good Burger. Okay. Come on yeah. now. Dude, what is it? There's <laughs> a lot of bong water. Yeah, you present it, Jeff. <laughs> Man, go weird. Welcome to Good Burger. <laughs> Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good, good Burger. Burger. <laughs> Can I take your order? <laughs> Speaking of, did you ever watch Peanut Butter Falcon? 
Still haven't. Well, You're such a loser. Hey, he doesn't listen, have the, the, somebody's got me doing this fucking program that eats two hours out of my day, so my media <laughs> time has gone to pretty much nil. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> Priorities. Very much so. <laughs> you can't have your cake and peanut butter falcon, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Terry Meisner seemed to find the time to watch it, and he's also doing the program and kicking ass. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, Fair enough. You know. Terry's cooler than me, but... I don't, I, my point that's stands. no shit <laughs> I've got a lot of lists I got, uh, that's on my, no. you, you didn't even tell me to you watch it you're like fuck, fuck Zach that's because you don't watch movies that, that I watch that I ask you to watch true I, won't, I refuse one, yeah, yeah you can't the, tell me the what to do the issue here is don't, don't tell me what to neither do neither one of us really cares about you like we say we do I know I, 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 but I recognize that and you know what <laughs> I love I you so much because I still get to be here I love you this is our way of loving each other I think you know who I do love you're a bunch of cunts unlike either one of you is fucking Nikki Apodaca uh huh Apodaca, because uh-huh. uh, I got a little. Oh fuck! I yeah. got a little gift from her. That's right. And uh, I loved it, so I just wanted to take a second and say thank you. Yeah, yeah. I wanted the jump card on that and the little too. multi-tool and the sweet little poobah bracelets yeah. and choker. I'm gonna turn into a choker. I'm wearing it full. I'm I'm going I'm going super I'll, we'll super extra good with too. it. <laughs> we'll make sure it chokes him. But seriously, that was very very sweet of you and, and thoughtful, and I, I appreciate it. Those are from Christmas. That's our fault for yeah. not getting them to you. I know. I want to jump on this too. That. Thank you, thank you, Nikki. Yeah. I, I actually <laughs> I needed the multi-tool. I was looking for mine when I was that fishing was and I lost it yesterday. so that's actually yeah. coming in very important in my life and then I mean she went she went took the time to, to make bracelets for me for Polly for both the kids that's really cool and uh, yeah it's super cool and then she same for Monique made, and I as well that was and she made Polly a, a, a what would you call I don't know what to call that but a it's dream catcher, a dream catcher uh, thing. no the dreaming tree I, I call oh, it the yeah, dreaming yeah. tree because I'm that oh, Dave Matthews tree fan, of life but tree of life, tree of life yeah. that's what it is <laughs> I just think of dreaming tree of the song oh, yeah. um yeah, it's super cool. Um, and I, I'm still not used to Getting people stuff. treating me this way. Yeah. It's really super cool and, and really appreciated. So thank you very much. That yeah. was very thoughtful. Super awesome. Thank you, thank you. Isn't also, there, I want to wish a happy birthday. birthday. Yeah. yeah, Chris Brooks, our Discord Dookie Slayer. The Dukes. Uh, gotta say thank you and for all the stuff that he does. He's part of the Trusted Turd Triad. But also, yeah, happy birthday, dude. Happy birthday. What can do you we, like? Can we send him like a pair of uh, short jean shorts with like... With yes. like daisies, pair my daisies on daisies the butt Yeah, Give them, yeah. Send them some oh, Jeff no, ones. We can, put, we can put some asterisks, some kitty buttholes on, on one on each butt cheek, <laughs> and they can be his Daisy Dukies. <laughs> Just some good old boys. <laughs> I think, if I remember correctly, he's thirty nine, which is a fun year. Oh, one year year. away from being dead. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a few years past dead. Jeff's I like, Just like you, motherfucker. Uh, he's a decade past <laughs> dead. No, it was like yeah, actually, it's about right. It's pretty nice that at my age, I you know, I probably in better shape than most people at 30. Like, <laughs> fucking okay. hey, all right, bro. Shit. But yeah, shit. thank you, Chris Brooks, so much. And thank you to the rest of the Trusted Turd Triad, yeah. uh, Don, the Shitbox Wizard, Don Fisher, and of course, Bodie, who wrote our script for Tuesday's or Wednesday's show Bodie, this week. Bodie, the was awesome. Zapfire. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. And that's it. Uh, so as that always. That is all. And by the way, yeah, Terry is cooler than you because he watched Peanut Butter Falcon. All right, fine. Whatever. I accept that. Fine. All right. One last shot. Happy birthday again, Chris Brooks. Thanks, bro. We appreciate <laughs> you all the work this year. I, uh, I Another hate parting it. shot? I, I hate it. <laughs> I'm and, again. And, and no thank you. And fuck peanut butter and fuck falcons. <laughs> all right. As always, we'll talk at you in the future. It'll seem like the present. Bye. Bye. See ya. It's just a ride. Whoa, oh, it's just a ride. Bing. Bing.
Dude, yep. that was more air than I have in my whole body. <laughs>